All right, so I've never actually had an Irish car bomb. Yeah, it's weird. It is pretty weird. I, I don't know why. Like, I'm, I've always been a drinker. I've always, always been a guy that likes to try new drinks, but I've never had one. And I assume you, I mean, I don't think I've had one since I was in my early 20s, but that's, mm. you know, the time to do things like this. Well, you said the other day that that was a insensitive name. Yep. <laughs> Give your, give your uh, reasoning behind well, this. Well, I mean, it's not my reasoning, but it's... The reasoning you gave me. <laughs> is, it'd, be like, it'd be like going to New York and ordering a shot called the 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be like the airplane, maybe? Because, I mean, yeah, 9-11 yeah. wasn't what did the damage. It was, <laughs> it was the airplane. And, and yeah. then what would be in that drink? I don't know. Um, Budweiser and Jack Daniels. <laughs> See, we used to do that thing, but we called it the trailer or the tornado yeah. because, you know, it tore up everyone well, in the trailer yeah. park. <laughs> well, that also is actually like a boiler maker, is a drop shot whiskey into beer. Generally, generally the cheaper, the well, not better, but more ideal for the drink. Yeah. See, I, I thought I was thinking. I think it's because it makes your guts boil over because it's so <laughs> fucking disgusting. See, I was thinking of, of comparable <laughs> names for drinks. I think if you went to like, you know, Auschwitz and you ordered a uh, German gas chamber, and then it's just going to be like something really vile with dry ice in it, so it smokes. <laughs> that works, right? So we're going to do our first Irish car bomb. My yeah. first Irish car bomb, rather. Yeah, I had my last one in like 2015. Yeah, that's not that long ago. I just, that's I just six can't, years. I can't yeah. remember if it was May or July. I know for sure it was May. I'm pretty sure it happened in July. I don't think it happened again. After I mean, it is a long time, but like in the scale of life, when's the last time you did one? He said early twenties. Yeah, I, Your early twenties. And I, how old are you now? Thirty-five. Yeah, this isn't the high comedy pod, so you got These people don't know you. Oh yeah. Hi, <laughs> Hi everybody. I'm Ray. I'm I'm a guest. Are we going to do this? <laughs> Are we ready to do this? Yep. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Oh, this is the Adulting Under the Influence Podcast. I'm Jean. And I'm Jason. Here we go. Ray's pouring up the Baileys now, and uh, we get, we have a chef as our bartender now on the AUI mm-hmm. pod. That's some fancy shit. Is it? I'm gonna say it is. It sounds fancy, right? Oh, 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 oh! Don't let it curdle. <laughs> Don't let it curdle, Myrtle. <laughs> Isn't it supposed to separate out? Maybe that's maybe that's why I never realized there was more than one type of alcohol in there. You're not talking into a microphone at all right now. You're just like sitting on the couch talking. Here we go. How was it, Jason? Congratulations. 
you popped my cherry, Ray. Pretty fucking tasty. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, no, it's good. It's got a good uh, balance of things. You have to make sure that you have the right ratio. Like some, Some places, they'll actually give you the whole pint of Guinness, and then it just doesn't... Yeah, it's, it's too, too much. much. Yeah, it's too much liquid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that doesn't sound good at all. And all, yeah, if you just have to drink like an entire pint of Guinness, like that doesn't sound doesn't sound enjoyable. We are definitely going to have to do another one of those before this podcast's over. Yeah. At least one. Yeah. yeah. Maybe two. I mean, I still gotta be able to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> oh, trust me. If we have enough peace, you'll definitely go to sleep. Like there's but I also have to work in, in the morning. No. Oh. Fuck off! You just do construction. It's not like you have to be there mentally. <laughs> just you know, pound you, like yeah. a gallon of water before you go to bed, and yeah. you'll be fine, dude. I mean, that's what used to work when I was like in my early twenties. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, I don't know. The, You're younger than both of us. The, the hangovers so. just hit a lot harder than they used to these days. Yeah, I think especially since I went on the wagon. Like since I've come back into the drinking world. Yeah, it doesn't get any easier. Yeah, they get like ex- it's like exponentially worse now. It's all relative, though. Like. Today is the third day in a row that I had a bottle of Prosecco in the morning. <laughs> and, you know, I, I was kind of like, I don't really feel drunk. <laughs> yeah, that was that was my big flaw this weekend was that I started drinking way too early after waking up hungover instead of just dealing with it like an adult and just being sucking it up. I'm like, I'm going to get a drink instead. <laughs> yeah, We've but like, that. did you go to bed early? Mm, one of the nights I did kind of. It sounds like it worked out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't see and the problem. How here. much did you drink? I don't know. Enough. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, what was I, don't, I don't like to keep count these days. What was it uh, last Saturday <laughs> night when you texted me, set up a DUI checkpoint down the road? <laughs> oh yeah, God. And then you you said you ended up passing out until like three, and then got up and drove home. Yep. After the checkpoint was closed. That sounds yeah. smart. Yeah, it's fine. Well, I texted I took a nap. that the, the other route there was no checkpoint when we came home <laughs> from our mm-hmm. evening. So mm-hmm. I was like, hey, the other way doesn't have yeah. a checkpoint. Yeah. Because I'm a good friend. Yeah. It was pretty funny thinking that uh, where they set it up, like there's like such easy ways to escape, to avoid it. <laughs> it didn't really make any you, fucking sense. You'd have to be paying attention, though. Yeah. yeah. I guess if somebody's so drunk they didn't notice a checkpoint. And then, you know, they had the opportunity to get out. They need to go to jail. Yeah. I wouldn't. I, would, I don't think I would have noticed sober until I was pulling up to it. Like, oh, fuck. See, I would have because they do a speed trap there a lot. So, I got, man, every yeah. time I come through there, the speed limit's 25. Oh, do they, do they turn off all their blue lights and shit? No, but it's down at the bottom of the hill. Mm. So, it's not quite in the same place that the checkpoint was. No, no. They, they no, no, they did one over. over they too. did one, like, under the H3 bridge on Conway Bay Drive. Yeah, they do a speed trap over there too. Oh, good. over here. Not, yeah, not the one yeah. out here that we've been seeing a lot lately. But they there used to be, yeah. an, and it wasn't like um. it wasn't like this one where they have like five cop cars. It would just be like one guy with his yeah, radar, yeah. and when you came through there, he just waved you. Yeah, over. Really so wait, where was the checkpoint? It was over here, but it was oh. under the bridge, so you literally could have gotten on the H three. Yeah, it was like right before under you the drove through it. <laughs> so if you come off the H three and you see it, you can just turn the other way. Uh-huh. And if you're coming towards it on on. K Bay Drive, you could have just turned on to the H3. Yeah. From either direction, you could have just jumped on, heading down, down, or towards the base, and then just turned around. Well, the base well it was actually, I think you even could have turned left onto K Bay Drive, or onto the H3. No, I don't think so. Not under the overpass, because you have to go under Oh, that's right. You have to go overpass. under it first. Yeah. You're right. Yeah, yeah. yeah sorry. So, but, like, I think what it was, it was a rainy, shitty night, and I think the cops, like, their supervisors, like, you guys got to do a DUI checkpoint. And they're like, if we do it here, 
we will give them every opportunity to avoid this. So we don't have to get out in the rain either. We can just sit under an overpass all night and do fuck all, make our overtime pay, get our quota or whatever. Your quotas, the fuck yeah. Doing. Yeah, because they're like five sober people yeah, that actually been, go through. I guess there's been some pretty big fallout from that. From I've read a couple articles about it with like cops are super pissed about it. For anybody that doesn't know, most police departments, bless you. Thank you. Most police departments hide the fact that there are quotas. Mm. Um, I worked at a police department for several years in dispatch, and I know for our department there was no quota, but it was just like if if there wasn't enough activity, supervisors would just step up and say, hey, you guys need to be making more stops. Not writing more tickets, just making more stops, making more contacts, you know, mm. doing something. Because basically they would see that the guys were doing jack shit right they need, to, they need to show that they're working yeah do mm-hmm. something and they, they like I said they weren't pressuring people to write tickets they weren't it, it was actually a pretty decent department I worked for um, I mean there's a guy I worked with that's on trial for murder right now but yeah it sounds like the selection of people that they have working there is not the greatest well they hired me so that's pretty clear yeah they hired your <laughs> ex-wife too no no different department this oh, is when I worked okay. in the city. Yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> My ex-wife worked for the little podunk fucking sheriff's department in the middle of nowhere that would hire anybody. This was when I was in the Dallas area. Oh, okay. I worked there. and, um, But, like, the dude that... And it's funny because the guy that's on trial for murder, I rode out with him when I started there. You know, I was working in dispatch, and one of the things where you had to ride out for a shift with a, with a police officer, and you had to ride out with the fire department. So the day I rode out was with this officer... He had been a sniper in the Marine Corps, and mm. he was actually the SWAT team sniper also in a, for the city. That didn't look good on him. Yeah, well, you know, he was this trained marksman. He's like 6'5", and weighed about what our 12-year-old does. Like, he was a beanpole of a man. Super nice guy. Like, actually, he's the one that turned me on to Elijah Craig Bourbon. He's the one that he asked me, he's like, have you ever tried Elijah Craig? I was like, no, I've never had it. He's like, dude, my Super nice murder. murderer. Yeah, great murderer, man. <laughs> the nicest murderer I've ever hung out with. Do you ever notice how, like, whenever you're, t- we're, like, not just you, like, people in general are talking about somebody, like, there's always, like, this disclaimer. They're really nice, but. 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 It's always that but <laughs> at the end. No, it, we, I rode out with him that night, and the, the, the first call we went on, and it's funny because, okay. This is not politically correct whatsoever, but I don't give a fuck. So I came from a very rural sheriff's department in East Texas where the majority of our calls were cow calls, (laughs) meaning there were cows out on the highway. (laughs) There were cows out on a road somewhere. That was like the majority of our shit on night shift was was cows out on 3357. Send somebody out. You need to send a deputy out there to turn on his lights so people wouldn't hit a fucking cow and try to get them off the road until we could contact the owner. So my first night riding out with an officer, we get a call of a stranded vehicle on the service road. And when we roll up on it, there are four women. The thinnest of them all was probably weighing in at 250 to 300 pounds. That was the skinny one of the bunch. These were some (laughs) big women. Huge. So we pulled up and we were like, you guys all right? You need some help? They're like, yeah, the car broke down. And we were like, oh. And and the guy I'm riding out with, he was like, all right, um, I'll give you guys a ride up into where there's civilization. You know, like we're in the city, but there were no gas stations, no pay phones, nothing around there. 
for some reason, none of them had a fucking cell phone. I don't know what that was about. This was like 2008. But we're like, we'll give you guys a ride up to the gas station. You know, you can get a gas can and have somebody bring you back out or whatever. They wouldn't all... There were four of them. One of them was still in the car. The three that were walking wouldn't all fit in the back seat of the cop car. Yeah, I've been in one of those. It's really small. It is. It is. It is a very small small area. It's not like on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Two of them did not fit comfortably. So finally, one of them was like, look, I'll go. You guys stay here with the car. So anyway, we give a ride. And like after we dropped them off, it was all said and done. I was like, man, I thought I was done with cow calls once I left East Texas. <laughs> <laughs> and he died laughing. He was like, holy shit, that's awesome. <laughs> um, that was my comedic moment of the night. Yeah. So we did that. We had, is that the only one? No, there were, the there were a that, bunch. No, we, is that the only one that's coming? No. Oh. Uh, your mom. Yeah, your, your mom. Mom's your mom's face. <laughs> Anyway, we had that. We had another stop that, like, the dude had a little bit of weed on him. And the cop was just like, I'm not going to arrest him for this little, less than a dime bag of fucking weed. I'm not going to do that. That's that bullshit. was damn decent of him. Right? He was mm-hmm. like, we'll run him, make sure everything's clear, and we'll let him go. He had warrants. He's like, ah, oh, well, fuck me. <laughs> yeah, so he we ended up, he's like, all right, dude, you, you got a warrant. And the guy was super nice, too. He was... Did See, he? there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was, but he had a warrant. Uh, the cop was like, "Dude, uh, uh, man, I really hate to do it because you're you're you've legitimately been the nicest guy I've stopped all week, but you have a warrant, and I've got to take you in." He's like, "Oh fuck, I forgot about that." It's for like an unpaid ticket or some shit. It always is. So mm-hmm. when they he had a girl in the car with him, and she got out, and she was like, "It's cool." He's like, "She can take my car." And he was like, all right, cool. She'll take your car. Come get you out. And he's like, all right. So he's like, I got to search the car. That's that's department policy. And then he found a gun under the seat. And the guy was a felon. So. Whoopsie. You know, it was a bad day for him. We had that one, and then we had a DUI stop. Why did he get stopped? I had like a taillight out or some shit. They and always like, do. Yeah. It's always a taillight or a license plate light. That's the one that gets people, because like a taillight... Somebody was like, hey, dude, you got a taillight out. Yeah. But a license plate light, nobody fucking notices. Except the cops. Yeah, the cops mm-hmm. notice that shit. They look for it. Yep. Any excuse to pull somebody over. Yep. So he got him on that one, and dude had to go to jail. Dude was great about it, though. He was just like, hey, man, I get it. It's no big deal. He wasn't, he wasn't pissed off. He was just like, shit happens. I get it. And on the way to the station, he was like, shitty part is, he's like... That was her gun. I didn't even know it was under her seat. It was under the passenger seat. And the guy was, the cop was like, so you're saying it was hers? He's like, nah, fuck it. It's mine. I'll just say it's mine. He's like, I can't send her down. Maybe, uh, maybe he was sick of his girlfriend and just wanted to go to prison so he could get away from her. Or maybe he could have just blamed her and she'd go to prison instead. Mm, that's true. Yeah, but if but, you'd have denied it, it was in his car, so he'd have still gone to jail. Uh, yeah, he's just taking the taking the easy way out. <laughs> and actually, they would have both gone to jail, so they might have been in adjacent cells because he had warrants anyway. He was going down. So he's like, "Oh, I don't want this bitch in here in the cell next to you." <laughs> See what you fucking did? See, I told you to fix that fucking tail light, you cocksucker. Hmm. You gotta think about these things. See, shady guys like that probably think about these kinds of things, but. Hmm. Interesting. Anyway, he's on trial for murder now. Uh, so, from what real I get, nice guy though. Yeah, it's salt of the earth. I swear. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there's like so much 
other shit that I will not go into because this is an ongoing investigation. But basically what happened was like some dudes were in a stolen vehicle and from the video, he pulled up and fired and killed the guy in the car. His, claiming self-defense that they were trying to run him over. I don't know. I wasn't there. Wasn't even working there anymore when this happened. But no, That was while we were here. Yeah. Yeah, that's since we've been in Hawaii. But is that where we are? That's what I've heard. Okay. Looks I wasn't like sure because it. it's not the high comedy pod, so I wasn't sure where we were. <laughs> <You're very confused>. <laughs> <laughs> no. So those of you who don't know, Ray is my co-host on the high comedy pod. If you don't listen, go check it out. It's also on all the places this podcast is on. Or don't. Yeah, Ray, what, what did you think of our intro? It's a lot classier yeah. than yours. Yeah. Um, the song really reminded me of those old, um, like anti-pirating DVD oh, commercial. Yeah. Where it's like you wouldn't, you wouldn't, you wouldn't download a car. <laughs> There's like a super intense music playing in the background. Like, it kinda, burning DVDs is theft. It kind of reminds me, like the very beginning, it reminds me of some of the American Horror Story stuff, which oh, is really? coincidental since we were talking about that earlier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tonight. Yeah. It was some like royalty-free music that a guy yeah. had up. It was like, "Hey, download this. You can use it for whatever advertising podcasts." He was just a, a dude that like does shit like that for fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I went to the site, downloaded it, and um, our outro music is also by the same guy. Nice. Uh, we just added in the effects. We, we should credit him. I know. I need to look up his his YouTube and give him a credit on that because mm-hmm. he does he puts out some good shit on there. Um, I actually would like to get us a new one from. A guy that does a lot of music and things for podcasts uh, named Hendog. Uh, he does some really cool shit. Uh, he has some songs on Spotify he does for your mom's house podcast that are hilarious as fuck. All these clips from the podcast and the videos they play on there. Great shit. But he, he's like, he's legitimately a professional, like, podcast music maker. Yeah, I don't know what you call <laughs> like, like, he's, he's a, a DJ and, like, yeah, he's just what, like is a, he a mixologist? He's, he's, he's just a like freelance musician. Yeah, like uh, recording. He does some cool shit. Yeah. And so, but I, I have actually talked to him and gotten quotes for what it would cost. Imagine he wanted to be like a probably like a composer of some kind and had yeah, to work on like a, a hustle DJ or something like yeah. that. It's more of like you know that type of yeah, vibe. Any way to any way to work a hustle. Yep, he's doing well. Being though. an artist is tough, you know. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's it's St. Patrick's Day. That's I guess the Wee. reason we're here. The reason we're doing Irish car bombs. The reason we're eating okra, Irish whiskey, and a, <laughs> I think it's a very authentic Irish dinner of chick, spicy like Cajun chicken and okra. Yeah, yeah. You didn't it, was, know it was good though. It was good. Oh, thank it you. Was I appreciate good. that. Yeah, I enjoyed you it. Know that the the Great Potato Famine was actually the Great Okra Famine, <laughs> but they just wanted to dumb it down for Americans. Like okra is way too hard to say. So we're just going to say the potato famine. Mm. <laughs> how do you spell, how do you pronounce O-K-R-A anyway? <laughs> <laughs> There's like K's and shit uh, in it. If ain't three you practically said okra when you spelled it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so they, they dumbed it down to potato. Because with, any, a, with an E or without an E? With mm. any idiot can spell yeah. that. Other than Dan. Uh, no, there's, <laughs> there's only an E when it's plural. <laughs> or is that tomato? <laughs> tomato. It's, it's both, babe. No, one of, no, tom- no. Shut up. It's not both. Because that was the deal. Dan Quayle, the whole joke was that Dan Quayle's like, there's supposed to be an E on there. 
And that was the joke because tomatoes is I think it's 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 one or the other. It's either tomatoes is spelled with an e or potatoes is spelled. I didn't think it was a plural. I don't actually know what yeah, I'm talking about. It, I also oh no, I don't right. think it was in the in the video clip of him doing it. It wasn't plural. He just it was just potato, and he walked yeah, over that's and right. put the that's e what on it. Was. it he yeah. was that's what it was. It wasn't yeah. plural, and he's like, there's supposed to be an e on the end. Yeah, yeah. that's it. So the plural does have the e. I don't but think it does. he was. You don't think the plural of potatoes has an e? I don't think so. I don't think pl- plurals of potatoes does have an e or tomatoes. One of them does have an e as the plural. Oh, we're about to we're about oh, to we're do doing, some fact checking here. doing some googling here. She is the editor in chief yep. here of the, the AUI <laughs> podcast. Editor in queef. <laughs> oh yeah, potatoes does have an e. Okay, it yeah, does. It, yeah, it does. I thought no so. Shit. Okay, then I was right. Huh. So they were spelling yeah, potato, and uh, he put on like, the e. It's supposed to have an e on the end, and they're uh, like, "Well, that, that does make it like no, it doesn't." That does make it less dumb, though. The fact that the plural I'll tell you has what, an though, e on it. Tomatoes also has an e. In they the both plural. have e's. Does it? I didn't yeah. think tomatoes did. Oh shit! Well, it does. Hmm. Okay, but that's what it was. They they were using it singular instead of plural, and it was potato. And he was like, supposed to have an E on the end. And the teacher was like, no, it doesn't. He's like, But yeah, neither of those words has an E at the end. But to singular. Those singular. Are, yeah, the mm. singular words don't. You're correct. That was the thing. And Dan Quayle was wrong. Yeah. And it was this huge fucking deal. Yeah. The but three the, of us just had a debate about this for like several minutes. Yeah. And then it was like had not to look that long. But, but we are not. No, our, de- our debate of it was whether it was the singular version right. or the plural version and did one or both words have but, it. But honestly, the fact that the plural has it makes it less dumb that you would think the singular has an E on it. Agreed. Personally. Agreed. I didn't think it was that big a deal. Mm. Like, anybody can make a mistake like that. But he's the vice president, so people are going to take shots at him. Yeah, of course. Like, no matter who you? it is. It doesn't matter what party I mean, they are. I mean, like, that's your job. Yeah. I mean... Your job's not to know how to spell potato. <laughs> but like, no, but it's representative of your knowledge base of life. No. <laughs> we all have a very poor base of knowledge. You know what, though? For sure. None of us are the vice president. No. <laughs> Good point. Good point. I just can't see that being relevant information on the job. No, like I can't. Yeah. It was just. I can't. It was say, just, it, it's more the way he did it too, because he like walks up and writes the e on it. Yeah, like the correcting like, the kid. Yeah, yeah. That's I guess that like move aside, son. I know ma- better. Ma- yeah, than yeah, you. yeah. Exactly makes him look like more of an asshole. Yeah, yeah, it kind of does. But still, like I, I get him being wrong about it because, like I said, I know the rule. I know the story. I still get it mixed up. Mm-hmm. But it's political fodder, and it was mm-hmm. a fun story too. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. Yeah, and Dan Quayle was kind of a dipshit, so you know, it, it happening to him, it's like it was Ken Paxton. I mean, it's not like, you know, Dick Cheney shooting him in the face, but... And then that person apologizing to him <laughs> for getting shot. Dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> Dick Cheney shooting the guy in the face is one of my favorite things Dick Cheney ever fucking did. Like, that's the funniest shit. Like, how can you not love that our vice president shot a guy in the fucking face? And then that and guy apologized. Yeah, then that guy apologized. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry for being in the way. <laughs> You missed the bird. <laughs> oh my god! How's that not fucking great? Yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> While he was vice president, mm-hmm. shot a dude straight in the fucking face. Mm-hmm. That is comedic gold. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm. Like, and that's the problem with like, I guess the last four years of comedy have 
have jaded me towards political comedy because you can only say Donald Trump's a douchebag so many ways and it still be funny, but everybody thinks they had a new take on how to do mm. it. So like it got so fucking old. Oh, which is, we, which live, is, we live in a post satire world. Satire doesn't because set because real life is weirder, more ridiculous <laughs> yeah, than yeah. satire. So you can't make you can't make fun of something when it's so. On the nose. Completely observed. Exactly. Yeah. Like onion articles are more believable than real headlines sometimes. Like it's fucking insane. But there were so many things <laughs> that that Trump said and did, not just in during his presidency, leading up to his president presidency. It just required a little bit of creativity and it could have been a lot of fun. So you guys know this is not the high comedy pod, right? We know. Just making Do we? sure. I don't know. This I've is never... the same fucking bullshit you talk about on your podcast. <laughs> yeah, what are we supposed to be talking? I thought we talked about like life, love, and relationships. And actually, today I just wanted to talk drunk stories. Mm. I wanted to talk about love. You know, talk to us about love. <laughs> right. Yeah. All right. Okay, Ray, go ahead. We're gonna hold you to it, motherfucker. <laughs> talk to us about uh, love. I don't want it anymore. No, come on, come on. Um, you, you, okay, I know of. Okay, I'll I, just, I love uh, sandwiches. To be, no, to be... <laughs> what kind? Press <laughs> on or off? Meat or meatless? <laughs> Are you a mayo or a mustard guy? Yeah. <laughs> Babe, go easy on him. This isn't fucking hard copy, okay? <laughs> Jesus, don't ask me the tough questions. I like all those things. Well, I like crust on, though. I think taking the crust off. I like the flavor of the crust. It adds more, adds more flavor. More body, more bulk. Mm-hmm. It depends okay. on the bread. Yeah, I mean uh, that's fair enough. That's true, but generally that speaking, bread we have in there is fucking amazing. Generally speaking, I like the crust on because, like I said, texture, uh, flavor, bulk. Yeah, I don't really care about the bulk. <laughs> I got enough of that. I've been hoarding bulk for a lot of years. Just look at you, nothing <laughs> bulk. <laughs> no, okay. I do actually want to talk about love for a second mm-hmm. because I saw you. I saw you fall in love one day. We're at a shitty little dive bar over by the airport. Oh, God. <laughs> you gaze across the bar oh, man, into the great. eyes of a 45-year-old At woman least. that was has been, had been ridden hard, yeah. but weathered it well. Yeah. And you know she, you liked you talk, her, too. You, you if you weren't a married tequila, man, you would have been all about it, you too. You talked tequila. She seemed to know what she was talking about. <laughs> you were so, a happy man. We were having this conversation about cougars earlier today. Is she considered a cougar? Oh, absolutely. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was a MILF and a cougar. She it, might have been a gilf, even. Yeah, How do you know she was a MILF? Do I? How do you know she was a mom? I mean, we don't know. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would have been surprised if she didn't have at least one kid. I would be surprised if she didn't have at least one grandkid. She was the type that had a kid at 16, and then her kid had a kid at 15, just to outdo her. Mm. So she was, you yeah. know. She was cool as shit, though. Oh, yeah. She was, and and she was she also one that suggested me to get alcohol before I got on the airplane, because there's no TSA. Yeah. So mm-hmm. she saved our evening of drinking, because this, the store in Molokai had closed, and my friend hadn't gotten beer. So let's, let's, back, up a little, let's, let's back up a little bit and tell that story, because that's a... Uh, that was a good one. That's a good yeah, it was a alcohol good story. So oh, yeah. I was giving you a ride alcohol. to the airport. Yeah, so so Jason's giving me a ride to the airport. Um, I had previously, just a couple months before, missed a flight um, back to Oregon, which had been an entire shit show because it was for my grandma's 100th birthday. And um, so in my paranoia, because I got into the airport plenty early, like I just got completely fucked over. Um, 
So I'm paranoid as shit about it. So I've got Jason taking me down to the airport. Like what? Like three hours early, probably. It was really. Yeah, we were there really early. Really early. And and we pull up, and I don't realize that I'm. If you fly on Mokalele from Terminal Three, it's a private jet or something. I don't or not. Jet. Let's not. <laughs> yeah, it's like a little let's turbo not, prop. Let's not. Yeah, yeah, but but private crop duster. Long, long, long story short, <laughs> yeah. you don't have to go through TSA. There's no security check. No, because the terminal is a goddamn trailer house. Yeah, literally, yeah, <laughs> it's literally it's, a double wide. Yeah, it's a fucking double it wide. Literally, yeah, yeah, it's great. So um, they so they can build a deck to get up but, to it. To but we're it sitting there and I'm like, thing. fuck me, like. I don't have to check in or like you know what I mean. It's like literally walk onto the plane, but we're it's so early. You walk up to a chain link gate and yeah. that's security. <laughs> yeah, you didn't have anything going on, so I was like, "Can we please find a bar and hang out and have a couple of drinks? So I don't have to sit here for three hours." And that's where we found my the the light of my life, it's the one that truly got away. I don't remember the, the um, bar was named like Rendezvous or some shit like that. Yeah. It was it was not far from the Honolulu airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the closest thing we could find. It just yeah, yeah, it was literally the closest bar to the airport that that could find on Google. Um, but yeah, so we have some shots and some beers and wasn't it like Veterans Day or something weird like that too. There was some random thing going on because she was like, drinks are. It was like name your price for the drinks or something like that. I don't that. remember. Fucking There's some weird shit going on. It was cheap. I remember that. Yeah, and then yeah, she was super cool and totally wanted me. And um, we're in a very low cut top, yeah. and Ray was just like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> especially after that second shot. But um, <laughs> yeah, we had some drinks, and then my friend texts me, who's on. You know, I was going to Molokai, and he's like, "Fuck, dude, I didn't make it to the store on time." no beer and I'm like shit and by this point too I'm already half in the bag so I'm like I can't just stop this train like, <laughs> it was like 4 o'clock in the afternoon it's full steam ahead <laughs> motherfuckers we're going to drunk town yeah that'd be a bummer yeah I don't know it's hard to get drunk in the daytime and just stop stop yeah sucks. yeah that sucks I mean it depends I've been really responsible before and like I'm really drunk in the middle of the day and then, like, just pounded a whole bunch of water and gone to bed. Or gone to a work shift, like, eight hours later. Yeah. Damn. It's impressive. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> that was when I could handle a hangover. Yeah. <laughs> was that, like, in your um, I was residency in, days? No, I was in my 20s. Okay, so <laughs> pre-vet school. Or during vet school. During. Mm. Okay. I have, a, yeah, I have a specific story of mine actually nice <laughs> Ray finishes and we gotta hear this yeah, yeah this perfect. is the drunk story podcast that sounds great um yeah maybe there's not too much more of the story but then yeah so we're sitting there and I'm like fuck I got no alcohol over there and she's like wait I thought you said there was no TSA on the plane and I was like <gasps> you're a genius and then, then we mad yeah we mad dashed to 7-eleven grabbed a bottle and some beers Loaded up my backpack. And it was great. He drops me off at the airport like five minutes from like Everybody's waiting to get on the plane. I come tumbling out of your car. <laughs> drunk, <laughs> as shit. drunk as shit. And I get on the plane. And then the, I remember like sitting there, sitting down. I'm like sitting like in the front seat too. And the pilot is this kid who 22 years old third day with a pilot yeah like, yeah yeah at best but he's got like his aviators and his like little puby mustache because he's like trying to look like a pro gives us our safety briefing i'm just like does he do it over his shoulder <laughs> yeah, yeah he literally did yeah okay. he literally just turned over and there's was no like, overhead yeah yeah i did the, yeah hey just guys literally shit goes bad we're gonna die yeah literally it was so funny i'm like sitting there i'm like 
who the fuck's this kid and where's the pilot at? <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, yeah, kid. Yeah, yeah. that was a fun flight. I mean, yeah, it was like 20 minutes long. We couldn't have been more than five feet above the water. I'm <laughs> well, pretty sure I could have reached... you halfway there. Yeah. And like, I'm on a plane, and I can text you, because I still have signal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was super funny. And then landed, friend picked me up, kept drinking, had a good few days in Molokai. But yeah, oh, I miss her. I actually tried... I went back there with... Uh, with my friend Andrew when he came to visit. Oh, yeah. You told me you went back. Yeah, yeah. She wasn't. No, she was there, but she didn't remember me. You yeah. should have been like, yeah, I was going to Molokai a few months ago. And yeah. We were already getting ready. Because she wasn't there when we got there. Like, we hung out for a so couple hours. You were so going to fuck me that day, but yeah. I had to leave the island. Yeah, yeah. We were there. We'd been there for a couple <laughs> hours. And it was like, the, like rolling her eyes. Like, it was like the what? shift change happened, and she showed up. But by then, I was just kind of like... You didn't mm, even propose or anything? Yeah. Uh, when she came up and said hi, we got like a round of drinks, and I was like, this fucking bitch doesn't even remember me. I thought I was... How to. many people do you think have come in since <laughs> no, I you know. did? I know. I'm, and like it's, drooled it's, over I've, her I've worked. since you were there and drooled over her. I'm, I'm, I'm being facetious. I've worked in bars for many, Probably many years. I know how easy it is to forget people. Mm-hmm. But you had a bartender recently... Yeah, Gene didn't hear this story, so you've got to tell this one real quick. The one here in the oh, just the other day. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I went down to Creekside, and the bartender remembered me from one night when I got drunk and lost my hydro flask. Like two. Years I had ago. a yeah. similar experience. Yeah. yeah, like, but yeah, like over two years ago. Not that a bartender remembered me, but I lost my wallet. I thought. <laughs> at Creekside. Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, because Jason patted a dude down. Just, oh, yeah. Oh, fuck. It was I just in my car. <laughs> oh, God, I completely forgot. That was the night that also I puked after eating those fucking tacos. But, yeah. Oh, you puked? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like you didn't hear it. I'm a horrible puker. He probably did, but I was really drunk that night. Yeah. <laughs> he is. He's really loud. Like, there was one night. Where are, are, you, are you a puke screamer? I do. Oh, I yeah. My mom <laughs> was like, is he okay? <laughs> He's fine. <laughs> yeah, so th- this night up at Creekside, there was this this dude that he kept getting, like, really close over there, and, like, then her wallet went missing. She's like, I had my wallet. I know I had my wallet. And I gave her the keys to go look in the car. She came back. She's like, it's not in the car. I'm like, what in the fuck? And this, this dude had been, like, kind of hanging out and close, and then all of a sudden he was staying real far away, and then he started going for the door, so I, like, grabbed him <laughs> and, like, pinned him against the fucking bar and patted him down for her wallet. Are you fucking kidding I me? I fucking did, dude. Oh I was God. so drunk. I was like, dude, did you take her fucking wallet? He's like, what are you talking about? I'm like, <laughs> you took her fucking wallet. Dude, you were right here by us. You were the only one fucking close, and you were, like, really close. And then you got really distant, and then you left when we started looking for... You're getting ready to leave when we started looking for the wallet. That's really fucking suspicious. And he's like, I don't have her wallet, dude. I swear. I'm like, up against the fucking bar. And I like... What the Tossed this motherfucker against the bar and patted him down. He was he, really mad, Jason was. And then we get in the car, I'm like, oh, look, here it is. <laughs> oh, in the glove box. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, I want to go find that dude and be like, I'm so sorry, dude. I'm such a dick. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> and this is a nice thing about Jason. He was like, yeah, well, that happened. <laughs> yeah. And he wasn't mad at me. 
I would have been furious. <laughs> I was just like, eh, fuck that dude. He's probably a dick anyway. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you were the dick in this whole story. <laughs> dude shouldn't have been creeping up on my wife. <laughs> he was like all like. I don't remember I think that. I think he tried to teabag her fucking hip. I was like, what is this dude's deal? And then we couldn't find her wallet. And we're like, wait, wait. That <laughs> motherfucker was just grinding on your hip. She was drunk. She didn't notice. It was no big thing. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> wow. I'm so glad you brought that up. That was a great drunk story. I'd completely forgotten. I'm glad to hear how drunk you were when you drove us home that night. <laughs> <laughs> I'd eaten by the time I drove us home, so I was doing better. It was well before I drove home. but It was not that far before you drove home. A little because bit. Because we left pretty quickly after that happened. Well, no. After the incident? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we had tacos first, and then those... Those tacos and that's when my well. that's when my wallet was gone was after the tacos and you were so drunk that you patted down some dude. Okay, well, wasn't a long drive. We're good. We're still alive. I'm gonna it's kill fine. you. <laughs> <laughs> I patted down a fucking stranger for you. Okay, don't give me. I shit. didn't ask you to do that. No, nope, but I was defending your honor <laughs> and your wallet, which was safe mm. in our car. Holy right, so shit! You're in a fedora all of a sudden. What? <laughs> what was that, Dick Tracy? <laughs> Milady? <laughs> so go ahead with your drunk story about... Uh, it's not that interesting. And I think it might have been before vet school, like right before vet school. It was college time. It could have been early vet school, but I'm pretty sure it was before vet school. I just, I like, I had to go into work. I was a veterinary technician. I had to go into work at like midnight. And at like three or four o'clock like my my next door neighbor who is maybe a year older than me uh had uh invited me up the road i live in the country so he invited me up the road to like go hang out for a little bit so i drank a significant amount of alcohol in a very short period of time and uh i was like fuck i gotta go like and it was like a couple doors down. But it was like in the country. So it wasn't like... It was probably like a, a block, normal yeah. distance. And like, I was like fucked up. I was like, I gotta go. So I was, and they're like, you, you want me to drive you home? They were like, they had a scooter that one of them had stolen. These were classy people that I was hanging out with. Like one in of them Florida? Was, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. One of them had stolen. I, I, I can imagine that the headline now. Florida man steals scooter, drive drunk woman home, pukes <laughs> on his back. Film at 11. So anyway, so... That someone was like, you mean you mean take you home on the scooter? And I was like, no. I'm like, these guys are as fucked up as I am. I don't want to be on the back of the scooter. Live. So I walked home and uh, went in the bathroom and made myself puke a whole bunch. I mean, it wasn't hard. And then I just passed out on the couch until it was time for me to go to work. At like, you know, so like seven hours later, I got up and I was like, hmm, I can handle this. I can handle an eight-hour shift now. I got this. Yeah. I remember those days. Um, you're, you're working nights or days? Well, I was doing both. That might have been when I was actually like like ma- like acting as manager of that place. Holy shit. So <laughs> I was doing a lot of like daytime and night. Like I was covering yeah. for the empty shifts. So that particular. What kind of job was this? I was like, te- a veterinary technician. Oh, veterinary technician. Okay. So you were, okay. See, when I was in my mid-20s, I worked at a country club, and I managed the bar and pro shop. And this was in my, like, wild phase. I'd just gotten out of a long relationship where, like, it was a bad relationship. I 
just got shit on through the whole thing. And at the end, I was just like, all right, well, you know what? Fuck it. It's time to have some fun. Yeah, let me just like caveat this with lives depended on me. Yeah, no lives depended on me. Old men depended on me for coffee, and that was like the extent of my morning routines. A couple old men would like come in there and be like, can I get a tequila shot? I'm like, dude, it's 7.30. They're like, I know, hurry, before my wife gets here, I'm stuck playing with her today. Like, it was a, it's a much easier job. It's terrible. <laughs> but, so we were... You know, we would open pretty early, like right before sunup. The old men would come in, get their coffee, and then they would take off for their rounds. And then the slightly less old men would come in. But it's not even something I want to drink first thing in the morning. Fuck no, it's not. But uh, there there was one old man, uh, Bill McFarlane. He would come in, and Bill was 82. I'll say his name because he's dead. His family's dead. This fucking years ago. Um, Bill was a great guy. Bill was a barber in town. He was the funniest old man you've ever met. Just so fucking hilarious. And But he would come in in the mornings and, you know, like, certain days of the week he played with his wife. Certain days he played with the guys. But every morning... Oh, and Ray's mixing us up more. Irish. We're, I'm coming up with a more sensitive name, so we're going to call it Irish Protestant Conversion Drink... Uh, conversion Cocktails. Um, anyway, Bill would come in and everybody would get their coffee and they'd go out. And he didn't give a shit about his wife knowing he had a tequila shot. She knew it was his golf buddies. He was like, I don't want them to know. So, like, he'd be like, give me a tequila shot after everybody else would leave. So I'd 7, 15, 7.30 in the morning go pour him a tequila shot. <laughs> but uh, I would close the bar down almost every night when I worked there. So the next morning, there were a lot of mornings I showed up still drunk from the night before. Some mornings really hung over, but it was always... Is there none left in the other one over there? No. No, okay. Ray's for next round. So anyway, I'd, I'd show up, and I remember one morning in particular, I was really drunk still, and uh, one of the old men comes up, and he's like, let me have a sleeve of balls, and whoa. What? He's like, you smell like a fucking distillery. Did you drink every bit of whiskey in town last night? <laughs> like, well, I didn't succeed, but I goddamn sure tried. And it was rough. But, like, it was one of those jobs. I could show up still drunk or hungover. The owners didn't even live in the same county. They were an hour away. And the the guy that owned it was a, an orthodontist. So, like, he had a job Monday through Friday. They were only there on the weekends. I only worked Monday through Friday. Actually, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. It was closed on Tuesdays for maintenance. And But I worked from sunup to sundown. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And... I was just, it was a great job for a, a guy my age, mid-20s, going out to a bar every night. As long as I was there and had the coffee on on time, nobody complained. So I could be still as drunk as I needed, as I wanted to be. Nobody gave a fuck. I was mixing drinks early in the morning. Mm-hmm. Making Bloody Marys. I'd make myself a Bloody Mary a lot of mornings. Te- tequila's good in the morning if you have tequila, soda, and splash of grapefruit with a lime a really good breakfast. I drink. just threw up in my mouth a little. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie, I did too, man. I'm not a te- <laughs> I'm not a tequila guy anyway. I've had way too many bad nights on Jose Cuervo. That's not tequila. That's fucking rubbish. <laughs> he he's a he's a pretentious tequila drinker, kind of like he is about metal music. Yeah, but the only thing I've ever drank with him is vodka. Yeah, it's because I'm a seasoned alcoholic now, and I don't. I thought it was just because you're cheap. <laughs> that too. <laughs> that too. Yeah. 
It's also not, well, actually, I haven't tried that hard to hey, find good tequila, you're, you're but not, I know there is some. You're barely showing up on the on the screen here. You, yes. Finish, finish, finish mixing the drinks, then turn back in. Raise, yeah, we're ready. You ready, babe? Yeah, let's do it. Next round of Irish car bombs. More actual drunk stories instead yeah. of talking about old men that come in for tequila shots at 7 in the morning. <laughs> hey, I was drunk, so those count as drunk stories. Yeah, but half of it was about that other dude. Yeah. Bill was awesome. Bill was like my spirit animal. Fuck that dude. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Sorry, Bill. My wife's a good person, I swear. She's really nice, but... <laughs> but... <laughs> exactly. There, there's your shot, babe. Oh, here's mine, too. So we're doing this right. Yeah. Round two of Irish car bombs, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. Cilantro. Cilantro? <laughs> yeah, cilantro tacos. You know the first half of those really kind of suck because it's just Guinness and I'm not a big Guinness fan. But yep. once you hit the Baileys and Irish uh, whiskey, it's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, I mean, Guinness is fine. It's just not really a lot going on. I've had Guinness in Ireland at the Guinness factory and I'm not a stout drinker. I don't mm. care for it, but stout and Guinness, I mean, I stout it. in Ireland is you know, that's that's pretty the good. The real deal. Yeah. So the when you go to the Guinness factory in Ireland, you get like two day old Guinness. That's pretty good. I believe that. They have another uh stout that's pretty famous. I can't remember the name of it, but it's also very good. But only when you drink it there. Yeah, it makes sense. It's fresh from the source. Imagine there's a certain quality to just being you know the, all the atmosphere and everything can often add to i mean i drank some at the airport and it didn't taste as good oh no shit huh? yeah. yeah interesting so anyway, i was just getting it straight from the source yeah i drank a lot of smithix there that was really good i like smithix yeah yeah um my favorite stout like from that part of the world is actually scottish uh bellhaven scottish stout that's really good you just drink a lot of it. They also do a uh, scotch ale that's solid. Mm. I've had craft oh. breweries that do scotch ale. I want a scotch egg. Scotch, scotch eggs egg. are so good. Have you ever had scotch egg? I don't think so. Are you familiar? Mm-mm. Oh, dude, I know there's the term, a shit. But I don't know exactly what they're, oh, so, how they're made. So, so, so it's, um, it's a boiled egg, and then you take that, and you wrap it in ground sausage, and then you bread it, and deep fry it, cut it open, and then serve it like, like I would serve them. I served them with um, molasses and honey mustard. Fucking amazing. Then when I really like wanted to take, I had a, a good friend of mine. He was a um, my friend Andrew. He's one of my best friends in the whole wide world. But we cooked together for years. I worked for him for a while, and um, he was like a heart attack specialist. Um, so I drew a lot of inspiration from him and so after a while like when I was running my own restaurants I decided I needed to start trying to one-up him and so I made the scotch kielbasa so it was literally Holy half shit. a kielbasa and then I wrapped that in ground sausage and then breaded it and fried it I think it was amazing so it's breaded like breadcrumbs breaded yeah yeah like yeah like yeah like like standard standard breading procedure is yeah it's just a um, flour egg wash 
breadcrumbs. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, usually I'd use panko. Yeah. And um, it's not like a batter. Yeah. More of an actual bread. Yeah, yeah, actual breading. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then one time, just for shits and giggles, I took it to a whole different level, and I took, I took the kielbasa. I used a whole one for this, and wrapped it in bacon, and then wrapped that entire <laughs> thing in roasted pork loin. And then encased that entire thing in ground sausage and breaded and deep fried it. It weighed like four pounds. Okay, wait. <laughs> did, did, you, did you wrap the bacon and then cook that? No. Well, I'd cooked. I'd I had par cooked the bacon. Okay. okay so, or actually, I think sense. I cooked. I cooked it almost all the way. Like it needed to be malleable enough to wrap it around the kielbasa, but. By yeah, this but point, every but by the time this everything's happening, this, it's all been cooked. Yeah, because okay. we're just we're just reheating it for order. Yeah, like, yeah, oh. it won't cook. Yeah, and plus it'll get all the greasy everywhere. Yeah, I mean the thing was greasy as fuck, anyways. But <laughs> yeah, that that was that one. That one. <laughs> Gene looks repulsed right now. <laughs> that one was a bit much. Like I've, I've God, I wish I could have gotten a picture of that face. Getting mouth sweats. Mouth sweats. <laughs> I'm getting meat sweats just thinking about it. <laughs> is, is there a better word for that nauseous feeling than mouth sweats? It's not just a nauseous feeling. It's that yeah, feeling kinda, of your mouth like... Yeah, you're getting kind of like bile-y. Like, not even bile It's just like there's just like this massive production of saliva all at once. Oh, it sounds like you really want to eat one of those. <laughs> I've never gotten mouth sweats after actually wanting to eat something. <laughs> it's always been after drinking too much yeah. or something else. You know, a stomach virus, but like where, where you take, you can taste the saliva on the back of your tongue. I taste it everywhere. Yeah, but <laughs> you, it starts. You can feel it grow from the back of your tongue to the front, like mouth sweats. Like, what did we hear mm, that on? It was on. Some, uh, was it on the Goldbergs? New girl. The new girl. Okay. Yeah, like somebody says about the mouth sweats, and I was like, holy fuck. It's like the this, best description of that it. That resonated with me so well. I'm like, I, I get that. Like, There's been so many times that. where I'm like, you're not going to puke, you're not going to puke, and then the mouth starts to sweat, and I'm like... I'm going to puke. Nope. Just <laughs> mind over matter, you're not going to mm-hmm. do it, and then, you know, you find yourself puking in the sink. <clears throat> yep. On a cruise ship in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. It, that didn't happen that time. On my birthday. I mean, mouth sweats. <laughs> 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 It's <laughs> a good drunk story. Uh-huh. Um, so, three years ago now? Just over three? No, almost three years ago, because we left on my birthday. 2018? 18, yeah. So, yeah, three years ago. So, we were mm-hmm. we were leaving out on a cruise on my birthday to go to Havana, Cuba. We're going to go hit Key West and then Havana, Cuba. And it was leaving March 26th. And this was great. It was my birthday. I was so excited. I'm like, we're leaving on a fucking cruise. I'm a big cigar smoker. I love cigars. So like, it's awesome. We're going. On, we're leaving on my birthday to go on a fucking cruise to Cuba. Could there be anything better? And Cuba. I have to say, yes, it's the drink package. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, well, I have to say, <laughs> Gene's luck. That was when I first witnessed your luck <laughs> because Gene won this cruise. Yeah, and a oh, I, I know this story well. You've told it the to me multiple don't. times. So I know, I know. I'm just, I'm just. You've heard y- some of several of our stories, right? Yeah, you've heard most of these probably. But this isn't for you guys. <laughs> I know, I know. It's not we're for me. I'm story. sorry. I was, Shut I was just. The fuck. <laughs> I'm, just kidding. I'm, just I'm glad you're here, buddy. Glad you're here. Yeah. Um, so we're leaving out on my birthday. I'm super excited. We're cruising out of Miami. We got on the cruise ship early that morning, 
because sh- we had a drink package. Yeah, we had the mm-hmm. unlimited drink package, which was, what, was like two sixty per person. Mm-hmm. So that's <laughs> what the cruise cost us because she had won the cruise in a drawing mm-hmm. at a veterinary conference in Nashville, Tennessee. Brought oh, me a yeah. shirt back from that conference. I still have it. It yep. says there's some blood in my alcohol system. Yep. It's very fitting for this show. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, so we're leaving out early, and we weren't supposed to board the ship till noon. We showed up at like 10 a.m. because we'd been partying in South Beach in Miami the whole night before. Um, actually got our room upgraded to a suite because whoever was in the room we were supposed to have the night before got really drunk. And I don't know if they put a suitcase through a wall or somebody through a wall, but there was something large that mm-hmm. went through the wall in the hotel room we were supposed to have. They're like, all right, this room isn't going to be ready for you. Luckily, we've got this other room. They gave us champagne, too. Yeah, they gave mm-hmm. us champagne, and they gave us this fucking one-bedroom suite overlooking South Beach. Like, we watched the sun come up the next morning, and it was it was fucking amazing. It was, like, this crazy, like, overlooking South Beach in Miami. It was like, how the fuck did we end up here? We paid for the cheapest room we could find because we were spending mm-hmm. one night. Mm-hmm. So, and we ended up in this suite. Did that, checked out. Headed to the ship, we're like, "Well, we'll get there early." The worst they can do is say, "Sorry, you're not here. You're not supposed to come on till noon. Hang out, and then we can just hang out, roam around the area. No big deal." We showed up like ten, ten thirty, and they're like, "Yeah, come on in. It's fine." Checked us in, scanned all our shit through security. We weren't worried about bringing booze. We had the unlimited drink package, mm. so we started at like ten thirty. Mm-hmm. We had a special dinner. Plan, uh, not, that wasn't the special dinner. That was just a, the regular, regular dinner. dinner. We, we had it scheduled for 10, though, in the nice time. But it was room. your birthday, and I think we got... We had, like, three desserts that night, I yeah. remember. Because we each ordered dessert, and they brought dessert for each of us with mm-hmm. all this. And we had been drinking and drinking and drinking all day. And then after dinner, Jean's like, let me have a Negroni. <laughs> so I feel like Jen. After the, you know, like... Mojitos beer, and wine. beer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you had one of everything. You know, every now and then, yeah. you know, you think you're a professional, and you know, yeah. the universe has to be like, "No, bitch, sit the fuck down." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happened this night. Yeah, yeah. At seven thirty, she was like, "I need to go lay down for a little bit. I'll be fine." She's gonna be like, thirty minutes to go lay down. I'll be all right. I was like, okay. So I took her back to our room. She's in such a good mood. <laughs> and I, I was so happy. It was my birthday. I'm on a cruise ship <laughs> leaving Miami. So I got to take her to the room, lay her down. I'm like, you good? She's like, yeah, just give me like 20, 30 minutes. I'll be fine. I'm like, she's going to need a little more than that. <laughs> so I go to the back of the ship and there's this like rest cafe bar place back there. And they had a little humidor with cigars. So I like grossly overpaid for a mediocre cigar. And I was like, that's fine. We're going to Cuba. Fuck it. Mm-hmm. So I get a cigar, go on the back of the boat, the smoking section, fire up the cigar, have a couple of drinks, enjoy it. Hour, hour and 20 minute cigar, you know, good size. But she's not around. I'm like, all right, I'll go back to the room and check on her. So I go back to the room and I'd left her on top of the bed, <laughs> on top of all of the covers. I come back and she's stripped down completely naked and under the covers i was like that's a normal thing mm-hmm. i was like she's naked and we lived together at this point and i'm like she doesn't normally just sleep naked 
<laughs> she is naked in that bed. And you're like, yeah. This was an invitation. <laughs> this is my birthday gift. <laughs> is this Cruise ship really and thinking? a naked woman first night on my birthday. This is. It doesn't get any better than this. So I like strip down real quick and I slip into the bed behind her. She's laying on her side, to the, towards the short side of the bed. So I slip up behind her and I get on up my arms around her and she rolls over and looks at me and goes, I threw up in the sink. Did this really happen? <laughs> yes. You got in the bed behind me. You thought. Yep, sure did. I thought, <laughs> you stripped down naked. I'm like, there is no way in hell she stripped down naked and got in this bed unless she was expecting me to come in and be like, look at this gorgeous naked woman in my bed. How could I resist? So I slipped up behind her. I had a, had a, boob in my hand and she like <laughs> rolls over I threw up in the sink <laughs> uh, and the toilet oh, and she's like oh I don't feel good <laughs> like, like, but I cleaned it up I cleaned it up I'm like and I'd already been in the bathroom so like I was like wait you threw up in the sink she's you're like, seeing a cruise ship sink no I've never been on a cruise they're small and like yeah. the drainage is not great, but yeah, somehow but, I managed to take care like of it. Like an airplane sink or something. Dude, she puked yeah. in the sink mm-hmm. and then moved to the toilet and was like, "Oh, I shouldn't puke here," so she moved to the toilet. But when I came in, that bathroom was fucking spotless, drunk as shit. She cleaned up after herself. I don't know if she scooped the chunks out and moved into the toilet with her hands. So. I don't know what the fuck she did. But I don't know it was—I could not tell. Like I was like looking all Can't around. Can't smell like, it. Nope, you couldn't <laughs> smell it. You couldn't see it. It was amazing. I'm like, I do remember puking in that bathroom and kind of cleaning up a little bit. I was like, this is. I have to marry this woman. She's fucking amazing. <laughs> like, how that was, that was the that? moment you knew. Yeah. That was the first time I'd ever like came out the nose. I think. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, it was. It was a. It was crazy, and I was like, and, and the funny part is, I got back up. Like, I was like. Oh, it's still really early. <laughs> like, like I said, I left her in there at like 7.30. So right. this one's like 8.45. Right. Eight, you know, 8.50. I'm like, well, I'm definitely not going to bed. It's my birthday. <laughs> Let's go drink some more. So I got up, put my fucking clothes back on. Be like, <laughs> not now. Not now. Put my dick back away and took off. I roamed that entire ship that night. Just like every time I saw a bar, I'm like, ooh, good. It's time for another drink. <laughs> get another drink. And then I, I walked the whole front of the ship, the back. I think I smoked another another cigar. Uh, romped through the casino, mm-hmm. the arcade. I ended up playing arcade games for like an hour. Nice. Yeah. It was it was a good time. Like all the kids were gone. It was getting late by the time I found the arcade. I was like, oh look at this deer hunter. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm shit faced enough. I can kill some shit. So I played deer hunter for like an hour. But it was fine because, like, it, like I puked so close to actually having drank the last thing I drank anyway <laughs> that, like, I didn't feel too bad the next day. Yeah, you got the evil out. The funniest part mm. was that that night when I when she said she had puked. I'm like, it's okay, baby. She's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm, so, I'm like, no, baby, it's fine. She's like, it was the Negroni that did it. <laughs> 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 yeah, well, it was the Negroni, not the 73 other fucking... Yeah. Drinks you had. That's what put that. me over the edge. Yeah, that was the that was what the straw that broke mm-hmm. the camel's back, so to speak. But it yeah, was just so you, funny. You can, you can only mix so many kinds of alcohol yeah. before it all like, fucking goes Like literally, it was like up. it was beer and wine, rum, rum, and I guess wine and gin, whiskey. Yeah, because we we did some whiskey and cokes at one point that day too. 
You, I, I ordered a whiskey and coke. You're like, that sounds good. I'll have one too. What are you supposed to do when you have the drink package and you can get everything? Yeah, it's unlimited drinks for fucking five nights. What do you, 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 no, you, you make do, the best? Most yeah, of you it, do you know? the damn thing. Mm-hmm. All right, so Ray, you've got good drunk stories. I do. You do. I've never drank before. Hmm. <laughs> I've never been drunk in my life. Um. <laughs> We're just going to stare at it you yeah. until you stop this retarded shit. So. <laughs> You broke your goddamn Rude. face. Well, it only happened once. No. <laughs> a few times. No. no. <laughs> a few times. <laughs> All right, so let's let's start with the first one. Yeah. Just, yeah. You're yeah. our guest. You've got to that tell the story. That story's hard, yeah. Look, you've no, got to tell, tell I gotta, I've got to go pee and get a I drink, got, so got, fucking tell a story. <laughs> I'll tell a different one. I mean, the different time I fell on my face. So one night but I go... But you said it only happened once. What? Well, only once where I woke up in the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he wants to tell that because he's actually writing a stand-up routine about that. No, well, this other story is part of it too. But oh. but this one I won't Continue. go. I won't, I won't go into the whole joke. You think that the people who are going to watch his stand-up are actually listening to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> no, they're all in Canada. Yeah, you got a bunch of Canucks, huh? Mm-hmm. A lot. Nice. Uh, no, it was good. Um, when I'd gone to a show and uh, responsibly had not driven, so I'd ridden my bicycle. and um, Responsible to the rest of the world, but not yeah. responsible <laughs> to yourself. Yeah. And of course, you know, I'm fucking big, long-haired metal dude, so I'm way too cool to wear a helmet. Um, oh, yeah. 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 Uh, so I'm trying to ride home. Would the helmet have covered your face anyway? No, I mean, I, I, it, it would have helped. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm sure my forehead would have been less agape. Um, but yeah, I lost, I lost the battle to stay upright on two wheels against gravity. Fell on my face, but I managed to get home. I can't. I honestly have no idea how I got home. I think I actually managed to ride the, my bike home the rest of the way. Um, but I wake up in the morning with like my face stuck to my pillow <laughs> and bloody mess. But um, I had a standing. It was a, this was on a Sunday night, and on Monday, as I had a standing um, date with some friends, we get happy hour. Of course, like I've slept all day because I was just a train wreck. So it's like three in the afternoon, and I'm late. <laughs> They're all calling me and texting me and harassing me, like, "Where the fuck are you? Where the fuck are you?" And um. So I finally, like, borrow a friend's car, like, one of my roommate's cars, because I was like, I'm not riding my bike right now. Fuck all this noise. And get to the bar, and they're like, oh, my God. Like, I haven't even seen my face at this point, because I just, like, got up and went straight there. Like, what happened to your face? And I was like, ah, God. I don't know, but tell them the story. But the funniest part of the whole thing was... um, it was this girl, she was actually, she was a friend of a friend, but she, she's just sitting there staring at me, and I'm like, why is she staring at me so much? And finally, I'm like, yeah, I know, I fucked up, but everything's gonna be okay, and she's like, no, no, she's just like, you have some, you have some hair stuck in your scab on your forehead, and I'm like, oh, weird, and she's like, can I pull it out? I was like, that's weird. She's like, I really, really want to pull that hair out of your scab. Like, All right. So I lean forward, 
pulls it out. I mean, I swear to God, like, I have seen women much less satisfied in my life than that moment when she got to pull. I have no doubt about that. (laughs) Than when she got to pull that hair. And she thanked, she's like, oh my God, thank you so much. I was just like, what the fuck? I remember he'd ever heard that. Yeah, I I, I remember the, I remember the, um, I remember our server, he's, he was like walking towards us with drinks as she pulled it out. I remember him just like, <laughs> like, like, like gagging as she fucking pulled this hair out of me. That, that had gotten like stuck horrified. in my forehead. I'm just wondering if that's the end of the story because I was expecting something else to happen. No. He stuck in her butt afterwards. No, 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 no. no. no that was the most satisfi- satisfied he could make her. Yeah. No, we never... I don't know. I don't think I ever saw her again. Oh, no, I didn't. I met her once again in Nashville. My friend was from Nashville, and I went to visit her. And uh, so I met her once more in Nashville. So it was her, like, crowning achievement in life was pulling this hair out of your scalp. Yeah, it was just so insane. I've, like, I just, it was the weirdest fucking thing how excited she was to have gotten to pull this fucking hair out of my scabby forehead. Man, I think I know this chick, because, like... (laughs) I used to I dated a girl for a short time that like her big thing was popping pimples. That's not a weird but thing. But on my back. I don't think that's that weird. Yeah, I'm pretty sure uh, Larry the Cable Guy has a joke about that from his short lived sitcom. Do you know that like Larry the Cable Guy is from Florida and like long before he was Well yeah, he was a character famous yeah. he like he was a thing like where I grew up and like I remember people being like um you know, Larry the Cable Guy for president and shit like that when I was oh, like no shit. in middle school. Yeah, well, I thought I thought he was like a regular dude and he was, he was like a character comedian. Yeah, and yeah. so he Larry would do like and that was character. just and that was just the one that caught on and so he just took it and ran with it. It's like Dice Clay is the same thing. Yeah, yeah, Dice Clay, yeah. he was a regular stand-up and he started doing the Dice Man. Yeah, as like a persona, and then and it just became him. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and his persona took over because. Made millions and millions of dollars doing it. So Makes sense. Why the fuck wouldn't you? I can't remember what Larry <laughs> the Cable Guy's actual name is. Like he, it is, his name is not Larry at all. But like he came up with that character, and like that just became him. And they did the blue collar comedy tour thing, and mm-hmm. it blew up. Like that made him, and it made uh, Ron White. Ron White, yeah. yeah. And and the like, shitty- who the fuck is Larry the Cable Guy? I was right? like twelve. I had no idea who that was when the blue collar thing came out. I'm sure you did at that point. Mm, you know at that name, point, yeah. So, but like growing up in Texas, I had no idea who this he was. He was like a radio personality in Florida or something like that. Yeah, I think. I don't know. Fuck. You know, he's a funny dude. He's goofy. He's. I. I yeah, you like to get her done. <laughs> yeah, the get her done thing got so fucking old. But like him in general, like I've got no fault with the guy. He's trying to make people laugh. Like I get that. Yeah. Even if his his comedy isn't my thing now like he's, no, just, I mean, he's just trying to be silly and make people laugh and yeah, I, have, I mean i remember thinking it was funny as shit when i was a kid it hasn't hasn't aged very well but oh yeah i remember enjoying it a lot when i was younger and not a kid because i'm old but, <laughs> uh yeah like i enjoyed it and then like ron white i thought was hilarious in the blue collar comedy tour i saw him several years later and it was the same fucking routine as the Dude, know, I, watched, like I watched a video of him jokes. from like 1989 and he was telling a lot of the same jokes that they were i mean they were like more rudimentary forms but yeah. but i was like they weren't as refined as the blue collar comedy tour jokes. yeah yeah but I'm, but I'm saying it was like those same jokes God, just even more like 
Well, like, but that's okay at that time. Like, mm. now you can't do that because everything is, like, out in the open and people can see it without, right. like, going to see it. Well, that's the thing. Like, after the Blue Collar Comedy Tour, everybody had seen that by the time I saw him. Like, it, that shit was really old by the time I saw mm. him live. And I was like, all right, he'll have all new material now. That was five, six years ago. It was the same shit. He had, like, two jokes in his entire hour-long set that weren't on the Blue Collar special. Two. And I was like, this is the same shit. And, and one of the two jokes was actually kind of a crowd work thing. It wasn't even something. It was somebody said something in the crowd, and he started talking shit to the lady. And she was trying to compliment him or, like, <coughs> cheer him on or something. And he just was, like, acted like a belligerent drunk. It was it was a really bad performance. Now, I don't know if I just kept him, caught him on a bad night because I've heard he's great. Mm. Um, and he's funny to listen to. Like, you hear him on podcasts. He's been on Rogan. He's really funny. He's really original in, like, the things he talks about. He's a really funny guy, but his act, at least the night I saw him, did not reflect that. So I, I would like to see him again. Like, I would definitely like to see Ron White again and just give him a fair chance because... Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the High Comedy Pod. Seriously. <laughs> hey, we talk comedy on here, too. Come drunk on. stories. Like, how long have we been talking about? That now? is a drunk story. I was drunk as shit the night I saw him. I'm pretty sure Ron was drunk, too. So he just told the shit that he remembered. So he's like, fuck it. I'll just do that fucking blue collar thing because that's the only thing my drunk ass can remember. Mm. He's also big on microdosing mushrooms, so... He might have got a little, been a little bit of an overachiever that night. Hmm. A little, few too many mushrooms, a few too many cocktails, and was like, "I um, mean, I just gotta fall back on this this uh, blue collar shit because I'm really fucked up." And he was in Texas, which is where he was from. So, so tell us a drunk story, Jason. Me a drunk story. All right. So it was it was it was my birthday. And I was at a little bar I hung out a lot at in Mount Pleasant, Texas, Dusty's Bar which is no longer there. And the waitresses, I knew them all very well. There was one that was like a 45 to 52-year-old woman. That was she was, a cougar? She had been in her younger days, but she was beyond <laughs> the cougar years at this point. <laughs> what age constitutes a cougar? 40 to 45. She was... What? I mean, I guess you could be a cougar in the be 50s, a, but she was beyond the cougar point. You can be a cougar until... Yeah, I thought a cougar was, like, forever, but I guess I just would have thought that, like... I, 40 I, to 45, I get, but... I think she was such, just beyond her days of trying to be a cougar. Such, such like, a she narrow wasn't trying age to hook range. up with dudes. Do cougars like, try? I, I think that's part. I think that is part of it. Like yeah, it's, it's like being on the prowl. Yeah, yeah but I think, prowl. I think I think I think to really qualify, like yeah, you have to be actively you know, seeking. Yeah, well, and also just like really doing it up. We like, had a conversation about this earlier tonight. Yeah, like like really doing it up, like like yeah. And she wasn't. She was beyond those years. Like like she going out, like getting super sexy and like dolled up and like out looking for fucking young dudes to fuck and she wasn't anymore like she let it all hang out like you could see the wrinkles on the top of her tits from her like at least two decades old boob job but she was just sweet she was awesome like she wasn't trying to hook up with anybody she wasn't you know she was a waitress because that's what she knew how to do at a at a bar you know like that's what she knew she wasn't trying to be out there banging younger dudes sure she did in her younger days anyway she adored me as a friend you know like we always laughed and joked around as a cougar no, as a woman bringing me lots of booze. So it was my birthday, and, and then the other girl that was the waitress, I had been sleeping with her sister 
previously. So she knew me well. So the older woman comes up and she brings me two Crown and Cokes. And she was like, happy birthday. And she sets them down. And then the sister of the girl I'd been seeing brings me two Crown and Cokes and sets them down and goes, happy birthday. These are from me. It's like, fucking awesome. The other waitress who I didn't know all that well was like, I heard it's your birthday. So she brings me two Crown and Cokes and a shot of Goldschlager. And I was like, and then the girl, the, the, the sister comes up and is like, Dude, that's way too many drinks in front of you. Like, if if the alcohol commission came in here and saw this, we would be in so much trouble. And I'm like, all right, hold on. Down the hatch. And I grabbed two Crown and Cokes and did them like shots <laughs> and put them on her tray. I was like, go get another one, come back, and when you come back, I'll have two more empty glasses for you. And when she came back, I had two more empty glasses and an empty shot glass. So at that point, I just have a couple Crown and Cokes on the table. And my buddies had their drinks. So I'm like, all right, there's several drinks. There's several people. Nobody's going to think anything of it. She's like, wow, that fucking works. Good job. And that continued most of the night. How'd that night end? Well, so... (laughs) (laughs) The the shots, all shots, Crown, Goldschlager, because I had a bad thing with Goldschlager. Let me pause for a second. Go ahead. Towards the end of my residency, we created... Slash I created a specialty shot called the Wisdom Bomb. <laughs> and it was gold, schlager, and crown. Holy shit. Those are my two things. That's Weird. what I drank. Mixed together. I didn't drink them. Well, I mixed them together in my stomach. But <laughs> this was I mixed mean, together. Crown, no. shots of gold, schlager. You drank a lot of gold, schlager, huh? I did yeah. back then, man. And you know what? I, I was, did when I was in high school. I, I, I did. You can't make too much fun because I drank a lot of <laughs> rumple mints in my day. <laughs> you drink a lot of what? <laughs> rumple mints. I don't know what that is. Uh, Hunter proof peppermint schnapps. <laughs> yeah, it's like Nazi. That's it? It's Nazi yeah. schnapps. Yeah. That's it. That's the only. That's that's it. That's Rumpel what Rumpel Mints. Rumpel Mints. It's it's it's, it's oh. that's the. I thought maybe it was like a. Oh no 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 no! That's the actual name of the liquor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Hunter proof, dude. That shit. That will. That that was what I was drinking the night I broke my face. <laughs> that story's coming up. You've got to tell that tonight. Oh my so, god. Anyway. Goldschlager is good with me. I could do like three to four shots and I was all right. Once I got past that fourth shot, there were gray areas. There's so much sugar in it. It just fucking, so you metabolize the alcohol so much more fucking. Yeah, and after mm. like, after four, there were massive gray areas where I wouldn't remember sections of the night. So this night I was doing a lot of shots of Goldschlager and the the shots of Goldschlager and the Crown and Cokes were $4 a piece. When they came to tab me out, I was like, all right, cash me out. I gave him my debit card. Actually, it was a credit card. <clears throat> and she was like, all right. She came back. She's like, so your tab's $400. <laughs> that entire first round of drinks I described earlier was on the waitresses. So this is just what I drank since then. And I didn't buy other people drinks. Like, I didn't buy women drinks. I didn't buy, you know, if I was, like, interested in a woman, I didn't buy her drinks. I could support my habit. She could support her own. She still wanted to go home. Cool. If not, all right. Be on your way. I was in a very different place in my life. So, yeah. My bar tab was enormous. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay. So I gave her my card. She goes off. It's a long time before she comes back. Like, I had had two more Crown and Cokes before she came back. I'm like, wait a minute. She was throwing my tab. She came back. She's like, so I set your card on the bar, and I came back, and it's gone. And I'm like, oh, I guess my drinks are on you guys. And the owner of the club comes over. He's like, dude, you have a hell of a tab. That's not on me. I'm like, well, then it's on your fucking waitress because the bitch lost my card. 
And I had another card, but I'm like, I'm not... It was my emergency card. I'm like, I'm not putting it on my emergency card because that's my card I pay off. The other one, you don't. Yeah, we got it. Well, the other one was just for emergencies. (laughs) I'm like, I know that bill. I get it every month and I, I pay it. This one, there's never a bill on it. I just have it in case. And he's like, I know, but you gotta pay. I'm like, no, I didn't lose my goddamn card that you're supposed to put this on. Yeah, this whole deal. I'm drunk. I'm still drinking because the waitresses are still bringing me drinks. I go to my buddy. It's like a half hour drive home from there. I go to my buddy Woody and I'm like, man, I can't drive home. I'm really fucked up. <clears throat> he was like, all right, well, I'm not going that direction, but I got you. So I'm like, all right, cool. So he goes off. He comes back. He's like, all right, I got a buddy who's going to give you a ride home. I was like, fantastic. Yeah. My buddy Sam said, no problem. You've got a ride. Wait, what so, the fuck happened to your card? They lost it. I ended up having to get that motherfucker canceled. I had to put that on my emergency card. Like, yeah, they completely lost my goddamn credit card. But what he's like, Sam will give you a ride. Just chill here. I'll be back. I was like, all right. So he comes back like 20 minutes later. It's closing time. They're kicking everybody out. And I'm sitting there waiting for him. Like, where the fuck is this dude? And he shows up with Sam. Turns out Sam is short for Samantha. I wouldn't have known that by looking at her because I thought it was just a dude named Sam. Um, I wake up the next morning next to Sam at my place. And I'm like, oh, shit. It's that, like, you know, they described the coyote ugly moment where you want to chew your own arm off to get out of the trap. Yeah, but I've never been in it. Well, it was, <laughs> I'm sure you haven't. But I was in my own goddamn house. Technically, I was in my parents' house at the time because I was staying with them. So I'm like, at my house, there's this girl. And I'm like, what the fuck? And I like pull the covers up. And I've got my pants on still from the night before. I'm like, I wasn't drunk enough to get them off by myself. I know I wasn't. I, or I was way too drunk. So I know I wasn't sober enough to get them back on. So nothing happened. So I wake this fucking thing up. And like she's she got a nice body, she's just like, the face is terrifying, and like that's not something I say about a person lightly. Like I'm not that big a dick. This girl was fucking that's arguable. Okay, I am a dick, <laughs> but not about like people's appearance. Like I can see as, as you're talking of... about this thing. Hey Ray, have you ever described somebody as homely? Uh, only myself. Like, like actually use the word homely. I'm telling you, this girl was like <laughs> the most unattractive thing. So I'm like, I wake her up, poke her with a stick. I'm like, hey, I got to go to work. I didn't have to work the next day, but she didn't know that. So I'm like, I got to go to work. And she's like, oh, okay, uh, cool. Give me a ride back to my car. Where the fuck is your car? How did you get us here? She's like, well, I mean, my car is still at the bar. I was like, I let you drive my fucking car back here? Because I didn't let anybody ever drive my vehicle. And she's like, no, you drove us here. <laughs> so my ride that was mm-hmm. supposedly there to get me home safely mm-hmm. got in the car with my drunk ass. I don't remember the entire ride home. The last thing I remember is what he going, this is Sam. And me going, that is not the Sam I expected. Yeah, because you thought you were safe, so your mind switched off. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I expected this, this dude named Sam that lived down that direction that Woody just knew, and instead the sea donkey took me home, and it was it was bad. Like I was like, wait, your your car's to the bar, so I have to like take you back to your fucking car. Mm-hmm. So I did. It's over a half an hour drive, and I'm like, 
I'm driving and I'm not saying a word and she she's not either. It was just this really awkward. She could tell I didn't want to be there. And I was I was I wasn't trying I was so hungover. I was like trying not to be a dick. And she's like, Do you remember my name? And at the time I didn't. <laughs> uh, and I was just like, I know he told me last night. I know he told me. Fuck, what was it? God damn it, what was it? And I finally just conceded. I was like, no, I don't. She said, okay. And it was just this long, awkward silence. <laughs> and then she says, just out of curiosity, do you even care? And it was one of those moments. It's like, do I be like, of course I care. And just lie to the girl. And I was like, if I'm being honest, no. But Or just really embrace your asshole. Yeah, I was like, if I'm being honest, no. But what's your name? Like, wow, <laughs> Samantha. I had a feeling, but I just had to make sure. I was like, I didn't want to be a dishonest person, so <laughs> she's like, "Yep, my car is parked around back. Let's just stay quiet until we get there." Just a really weird situation. Like, why would she do that? I don't know. I was so fucking... My head hurt so goddamn bad. <laughs> I felt so shitty. Like, I yeah, just... Yeah, no, I mean... Being violently hungover, you're not at your best. I've what done, would I've, you I've, have done in this situation? Yeah, yeah, no, I was gonna say, I mean, I've, I've... I've, I poke fun, but yeah, I've been a pretty huge douchebag when I've been extremely hungover with women the next day. So I can't really poke too much fun. So, freeze frame. Skip ahead, like, two months. Go to Chili's Bar and Grill in Mount Pleasant, Texas. (laughs) Going with my buddy Haley. Heard lots of stories about Haley. So we go and we sit down. Guess who our waitress is? It's Sam. And Sam is really happy to see me. (laughs) Like, she forgot this entire thing had fucking happened. And the whole ride and the whole, do you remember my name? No. Do you care? No. Forgot all that. Completely out the window. And she is acting very interested, and I'm losing my shit because I'm like, and I lean over to Haley. I'm like, look, I know you're like my little sister, but I'm gonna need you to pretend for a moment that we're together. I'm gonna need you to act like you're my girlfriend. And she's like, <laughs> why the fuck would I do that? <laughs> so I relay a very short Reader's Digest version of the story to her, and she's like, all right, but you're gonna owe me big time. And I looked at her and was like, you can go fuck yourself because you invited me to go on a date with you one night. And I didn't know you were going on a date with a dude from sixth grade that you hadn't seen in 15 years. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We've heard right, this story. Man. Underwear, <laughs> does she have sex or not? You can't remember because you told two versions okay, of the story. Okay, but this podcast has not heard that story. Uh, yeah, I know. But regardless, <laughs> regardless, I was her like buffer for a date with a dude that ended up sniffing her panties. So, oh, that's like, a good story. I like yeah, that yeah, and but then that's the same girl. So I'm like, oh, yeah, you then, have, oh we've talked about yeah, that. Because, because this because oh, Jason, evolving Jason told me the story, story and like yeah. he left, and then Jason tells you the story, and you're like, did she, did she fuck him? And Jason's like, yeah, I think so. I'm like, that is not the story you told me. Okay, I don't remember if she banged him or not. Like I said, we'll get her to clarify the situation. Regardless, I was like, do you remember the situation with the panty sniffer? And she was like, God damn it! I'm like, yeah, you fucking owe me this. You're my girlfriend. Move your ass over here. So she moved over here next to me, and then she'd whisper in my ear. She'd be like, you took that home. 
she was in your bed. <laughs> she touched your pee-pee. Yeah, like, she's trying to act like she's whispering romantic nothings in my ear, but that's what she's fucking saying. I'm like, I'm going to fucking stab you when we get out of this goddamn place. But at the moment, I love you. You're my girl. You're my woman. It was, I was, and and Sam was like, looked hurt and dejected, and I didn't feel bad at all. It's just like, I don't know what else to do. How does she not remember how the night ended? Maybe she did and she didn't care. Clearly, she let you drive home. No. Yeah, maybe she was like doing the same thing. Like, do you care? No, not really. Mm-hmm. Maybe so. Yeah. She got the hint. Actually, that's the last time I saw her. So, there's my first drunk story. Whose turn is it now? It's not your first drunk story, or is it? It's the first one he's like really told. It's the first one I told him. Oh, I guess yeah, yeah. You know, without it becoming about somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Your whole story was about some chick picking a fucking hair out of your scab, which was more about her than you. So was it? Yeah, it was about her receiving great pleasure from picking a fucking hair out of your scab. Yeah, well, you weren't here for when I told the story about how I came to acquire such face scab. No, I did miss that part. <laughs> so. He fell off a bike. That's <laughs> 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 an ex-boyfriend of yours. <laughs> oh, dude, when yeah. when Gina and I started dating, like she had this bicycle and I was at the storage shed and like, why is this bike so fucked it's up? Like, still here. Uh, yeah, it's here, but it, like it's in better shape now, thanks to me. <laughs> but like, I'm like, the front fender is falling off this motherfucker. The seat isn't tight at all. Like, I went to pick it up by the seat and like move it out, and it just came out. Yeah. And she was like, "Yeah, it's my last boyfriend. Oh. Used to ride that around and." wreck it yeah. like all the time yeah this fucking crack yeah. out motherfucker trashed this women's bike oh my god it's amazing <laughs> it's like women's yeah. beach cruise nice. <laughs> it's just women's beach yeah. cruise with a basket on the front yeah. it uh, used to have a drink holder that's nice. why I got it oh yeah so did so did yours that I bought until somebody stole it from yeah, me yeah that's probably one of the reasons we got that bike was I it had the drink holder fucking great men's beach cruiser with a drink holder on the front I was so excited yeah. I let you borrow it and I never saw my drink holder again <laughs> And you never rode the bike again. I think that motherfucker's <laughs> in your car right now. This, this cocksucker jacked my drink. <laughs> <laughs> Jack, uh, he's next to his toilet yeah. in his bathroom. <laughs> 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 a drink holder next to the toilet. Yeah, man. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, I didn't, because for the first oh, five years I lived in Portland, I never had a car. I just rode my bicycle everywhere. You didn't for the first two years living here in Hawaii. Right? I know. Yeah, it was a little different this go around because I was older and grumpier. <laughs> and lot much less reckless. Well, and you were also really close to work until yeah. you moved over here. Yeah, like, yeah, towards yeah. This yeah, but it was over here that he would ride this bike. Yeah, yeah that's, that's when he took my bike, when he mm-hmm. borrowed it. Yeah. And I was still broke dick, too. Before that, he would just walk. Yeah, or take Uber, Lyft. <laughs> yeah, when it was raining, you would Uber yeah. or Lyft. Yeah, but, um, yeah, many drunk. One, one good one, actually, was... Uh, there used to be this spot called the real amen i think it's actually oh they temporarily reopened for one day like a couple months ago um but it, like every other cool thing in portland has been a casualty of condos um wah, wah. that's another story for another day <laughs> but but uh that was that was um it wasn't like a regular day drinking spot for us because the place just their pores were fucking so obscene 
Like sometimes I was like, how does this place even make fucking money? Like, <laughs> like I feel like it's cheaper to drink here than it is to go to the liquor store and buy a <laughs> bottle like that level. Like you know, like um, you know, like a standard rocks glass. Yeah. Yeah. Like like if you got a shot, that was filled to the brim. Holy shit! Like if you got if you got a drink on the rocks, it was in like a mixed drink glass filled to the fucking brim. Like a highball glass or something. Yeah, yeah, to the brim. Mother. <laughs> yeah, dude. Where was this bar when I yeah. was younger? Yeah, and like you know, you, we get like you get like I get like makers on the rocks, and it'd be like four bucks in this giant Holy ass shit. glass filled to the brim. So, but yeah, it was dangerous to fucking drink there. <laughs> But, um, Everything you say makes me think of other drunk stories that I have. Well, you need to start sharing because you've actually shared like one. Because you keep talking. <laughs> I said it was next and nobody said anything. So I was like, all right, Ray, go. Now Ray's talking. <laughs> but this place was great. Like this was this was the kind of place like like one of my favorite um, like drinking there during the day because it was like a proper like old alcoholic bar um, was a dude in sweatpants at the pool table who has clearly pissed himself and not only was not kicked out but was still continuing to get served like <laughs> fucking amazing place and I mean not like kind of pissed himself like blasted maybe cool he sat down on something wet yeah. <laughs> in the front yeah. you're not cool if you don't pee your pants yeah uh, <laughs> Um, but yeah, we got super wasted. I remember trying to ride my bike home. I remember too, I was so close. I crashed literally around the corner from, and I bust, like, I think I still actually have a scar from it. Um, busted my elbow open super bad. If not physical, at least emotional. Yeah, right? bleeding everywhere. And, um, but get back, but my friend that I've been day drinking with, we used to have a nasty habit of getting drunk and wrestling. You know, as, I haven't had a, used to have a habit of that too. As, as guys will do, or gals in this case, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> She's one of the I guys. I could see that. I could. I could see that. I could. I could. That actually doesn't even surprise me in the least. <laughs> she kicked me in Tokyo drunk. So <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> that <didn't happen>. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the nine mile walk back but, to the hotel. It was like two miles. But what was what, what? What makes this one special was the fact that. We had just had this new roommate. I lived in this house for like six, seven years. That um, five bedroom house. I mean, I've, I've had so many roommates. I probably whose names I don't even remember <laughs> when I lived there. It was ridiculous. But uh, we just had this roommate move in, and she had moved in this giant white sectional sofa into the house. And we got into a wrestling match. And I mean, I there was blood on the walls <laughs> in the bathroom. <laughs> Till the day I moved out of that house, and I'd only been living there for like six months at this point, or something like that, and got blood fucking everywhere. This poor girl, like we, and then we pass out on said couch, both of us, because it's this big ass sectional. So this poor woman comes home. First, is horrified because she thinks something terrible happened. Because there's blood fucking everywhere like i'm covered in blood he's like covered in blood <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's blood all over the fucking house on the walls on the floor everywhere and then we wake up and she's like what the fuck like, eh, that's what you get for moving into this house with a white couch <laughs> <laughs> 
and you to be sympathetic to, son to, of a to, bitch. To, to be fair, like, yeah, that was 100% a fucking completely dick move. But when I moved into this house, like, at this point, it was, like, a transient, like, punk rock house. Like, <laughs> there were points in times when there was probably, like, eight people living in it. Like, Jesus. Yeah, it was amazing, though. Like, when I first moved in, I think I was paying $110 a month for rent. Damn. So I mean, like slightly re- cheaper than Hawaii. Or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that <laughs> was living. And, and, and that was it. And that was. And that was in our water bill this last time. Like yeah, that was what thirteen years ago, fourteen years ago. But this was in the city. Like yeah, I mean Portland was a pretty cheap city for a long time, but that was still like obscene. Like I mean, it was great because I was making no money, but it didn't matter because I didn't have a car. I had no. I mean, that was literally my bill. <laughs> Rent. Yeah. 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 So it was great. I loved it. It was a great run. And then, like, as over time, because then I kind of became the house dad. And then, you know, I aged. That's a scary fucking thought. Yeah. And then, well, but but then I turned it into, like, a more normal house. Like, I mean, yeah, we still had, like, five or six people. I mean, it was a five-bedroom house, so it was meant for it. But then, you know, I had, like, somebody living in the garage and, like, doing shit (laughs) like that to keep it cheaper. He was running a meth lab, though, so he had no problem paying his rent. Yeah. But, yeah, so that was that was that was a good one. All right, Gene, your turn for drunk story, and I'm gonna go rinse these glasses so Uh-oh, we can have one more round yeah, of. Can you handle it, Ray? Doing one more. Oh yeah, yeah. Still, still early enough, but yeah, wrap things up before too long. <laughs> Man up, motherfucker! It's St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> the St. Patrick's Day podcast. Don't you know I'm I'm uh trying to be like a regular responsible jerk off these days go fuck yourself you're like <laughs> half a decade younger than me i'm not yeah i'm not concerned it's about not it's problem. not about age it's about and we have a baby uh, yeah good for you yeah and <laughs> what does that have to do with me <laughs> yeah and he's been waking up early lately uh, yeah i've been a pain in the like ass between four and four forty-five a.m mm. every night so yeah, I don't want to hear your. I'm gonna go to work. I'm ready. I'm a baby. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go rinse glasses, babe. Start your story. Okay, so um, my like second year of vet school. I'm pretty sure it was my second year. So I was maybe I was young when I started vet school. So it was probably I was probably like 22, and um, my brother was stationed in Germany in the army and he had just gotten back from Iraq. So during my spring break, I went with my parents out to Germany to see him. So everybody had just gotten back from Iraq. So everything was just like this huge fucking party. Right. Mm -hmm. So I get in and I go and I hang out with him and we go to this, one of his buddies house on the base to pregame. Well, I didn't really know what pregaming was. (laughs) So I pregamed, you know, and then we go to this bar called the Grey Goose. I think it was Grey Goose. There was definitely goose in the name. <laughs> and uh, we start drinking um, Jaeger bombs. Mm. And like the and my brother knew the bartender and stuff. She said, "Oh, you're his sister, so here's free shots. Nice to so drink those. We drink some Jaeger bombs, and uh, she serves us some more. My brother's like at the end of the bar." And she brings she brings the shots. I hold the shot up. I don't remember if it was Jaeger bomb or not, but I hold the shot up. I call my brother's name. I look at the shot. I look at my brother. 
I look back at the shot <laughs> and just immediately puke on the bar. <laughs> nice. Well and I'm like, done. Like, like puke, puke, or like. Oh yeah. Like, not, not like, not like just like a little. No, like I puked all over the bar, which mm. they had to have been used to. I mean, this is Germany, but still, like I puke on the bar, and I'm like, you know, eyes wide open, mouth wide open. I look at my brother. He's like, eyes wide open, mouth wide open, <laughs> looking at me. And his buddy, who's behind me, just takes me by the shoulders, pulls me back, and takes me to put me into, you know, take me to the bathroom. Mm. And it was fine at that point. At that point, though, like in that part of my drinking career, I would not have, I did not keep drinking. That, you know, it depends on the time of the day. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we, uh, I think it was the Goose. No, it was the Irish Pub. I don't remember. But like down below, there was this other bar that might have been the Goose. Anyway, <laughs> so like you know, the people were all super nice, and uh, we go down to this other bar downstairs and like you know my brother's friends are like these like sex craved men who have been mm. in Iraq for the last year yeah, yeah, yeah. and they were all like super nice like really respectful much nicer and res- more respectful than like his friends that he hangs out with now <laughs> and you know because they're like you know oh, you're you're his sister like I would mm. do anything for this dude like I would die for this dude I would mm. do anything for him like you know they just went through some shit when yeah, they were there. Yeah, yeah. and uh, I just remember like uh dudes like like dancing with me like oh you threw up that's kind of cute and I'm like I've got puke on my shoe man yeah. like you think that's cute <laughs> uh, like, really such gentlemen yeah no it was yeah it was like holy shit that's amazing I think that the next night we went somewhere else and I'm like hung over so I also wasn't drinking then because mm. I you know I was only like 22 and like okay to be fair like i like you know you that school is hard to get into so there's a lot of like homework and studying that yeah yeah, like yeah, yeah. That school. so I can only imagine so uh so the next night i wind up going to this bar with my brother and i drink a little bit later towards the end of the night i'm feeling like i'm okay i can do it and um when i went to go home his his buddy was taking me home i knew his buddy was like interested like they were all interested mm-hmm and so we're in this taxi and my parents had rented this is before airbnb but it was like like an apartment yeah, that somebody, yeah, yeah you know some local owned yeah and like i knew he was interested and he tells the guy how to take me home and i get out of the car and i'm like bye and i kiss him on the cheek and i'm like i get out and i just start walking and i'm like this isn't where i'm supposed to be <laughs> <laughs> and it's really late at night like mm-hmm. midnight or two in the morning and it's cold and kind of snowy and i'm just like walking and i'm like holy shit what the fuck am i supposed to do right now you know this is the first time i've been Mm -hmm. like alone in europe you know and and i was like no idea where the fuck you are i didn't didn't think no no cell phone for sure and i was like i didn't think i knew where i was i didn't know where i was it looked familiar which is why like where we were like it looked familiar and i like Mm -hmm. got out and I'm like, okay, the next place that I see, I'm just going to go in there and I'm going to ask for help. And uh, then I like came upon where I was supposed to be. Oh, so they had you close. Yeah, it was not. really close, yeah, but yeah, I didn't yeah. know that at the time. Like, I Right, right, right. It was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, later on that trip, my, my brother and I and my, my family went to Garmish. And one night we went out, like they let, they let us out of the car. <laughs> my parents did. 
and it was like all snowy and icy and um like i just remember my brother like slipping like in his feet just like going completely all from under him and i was just like laughing and laughing yeah (laughs) and then we like we go to this other bar and i have this drink called stro 80 which is like pure grain alcohol it tastes like and so he asked for these two shots and the waitress like your brother's mean and she hands him to us and i take it and i'm like i was kind of like on the verge of getting sick and i was like i've also been smoking cigarettes so i think that was also part of it and um i was like i want to cough but i feel like if i cough i'm gonna puke (laughs) (laughs) so he and i go to this other bar and stuff and then we we get home and we were staying on this like military like resort type place in garmisch germany and uh, so, they, like, the guy drops us off. The, the taxi driver drops off at the gate, and we're, like, walking and stuff. And he's, like, pat. Like, he's, like, laying down, like, in the bushes, like, in the snowy bushes. <laughs> and I'm, like, oh, my God. And these dudes are walking up. And I'm, like, Dale, come on. Let's go. And they're, like, do you need help? And I'm, like, yes. And I was, like, to be clear, this is my little brother. <laughs> we get to my room, and my parents are furious. Gene, why did you let him drink so much? And you know, like, in the, like it was like a it was like a, a bedroom with like a couple of double beds and like a living area. And I think they had been sleeping in the bedroom and I was sleeping in the beds and he was supposed to be sleeping on the couch. And they like went out in the living room. We were like in the bedroom. I was just like, is he still alive? Like I don't know, but <laughs> they were so mad. And like, why did you let him drink so much? I'm like you, not my job. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm not his fucking keeper. <laughs> I remember a good drunk story that I will tell that is not actually my drunk story. It's, I mean, I was a little drunk too, but it's more Gene's drunk story. Um, <laughs> early on in our dating life. Oh, God. Um, I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, let's do the Irish car bomb. Let's do the, the last round of drink of a shot to motherfucker. So, I'd been drinking a bottle of rum at a bottle of... Uh, Captain Mar- Morgan private stock or private select, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. It's really good. It's my favorite. Very Captain good. Morgan rum. rum. Um, I'd been drinking that for most of the evening. And Gene was coming over and my, my kid was with me, right? Yeah, the, the he was. One, yeah. So You put him in his bedroom so I could sneak into the house. Yeah, I snuck her in. I like ran fucking high school <laughs> with the kid. But, um, no. Yeah, I need that shot too. Yeah, all right, let's do this real quick. Ready? Solutions. Salute. Salute. Wait, wait. I gotta do a toast. Life is a waste of time. Time is a waste of life. So. I can't remember the rest of it, but let's stop wasting time. Let's all get fucked up. So, fuck your face. Yeah, your mom. Here's the light switches and ugly bitches. And that one sounded like it hit bottom a little harder than the others, Ray. Mm-hmm. Uh, see, this is what I like about doing podcasts rather than radio, because in radio, it is illegal to drink on the air. What? Yeah, I'm not going to say we didn't ever do that, because... <laughs> right, but... but You can't openly do right, that. Right, right, right. So anyway, I'd been drinking rum and I, I had a good buzz going mm-hmm. by the time I stuck Gene into the house like it's like 11 o'clock of, at night yeah like, you want to come over we've been dating like for two weeks 
Yeah, there was more than that. No. No? Okay. It was the second time we'd had sex. <laughs> really? Yes. I thought the first two times were at your place. The first time was? The next morning. You still count that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I got it... I got it more than I did the first time. I was really <laughs> drunk that night. But so the next morning, I think. Again, I you drove me home. <laughs> <laughs> but we drank more when we got to your house. Did we? Yeah, we did on your couch. How much more? <laughs> At least three drinks on no. your couch. Uh, yep. What did I have that you could even drink? You had Crown at your house. Because mm. I was impressed. You had a handle of fucking Crown in your house. Like, I never bought handles of Crown. I always bought little bottles of Crown. And you were like, here, I got this. It's a goddamn handle of Crown. I'm You're like, making that up. Holy shit. I'm not making this shit up. And then she said in my face, for just being honest. Like, on this couch that we're sitting on right now, Ray. A l- I've had this couch a long time, Ray. A lot yep. of shit has gone yep. down on no, this couch. <laughs> a long time. And this is a great show yeah. for a podcast, though, isn't it? Well, and you, uh, yeah, no, this is cozy. You've and then and then you let me stay here alone. You've slept on this couch. On this God couch. knows what. On this Just couch. Just clean it up, man. Yeah. Yeah, there were no stains when we got yeah, home. So no, I never leave a mess. This is great. So for those of you who don't know, we did move out of the studio for this podcast. We set up in the living room so we can be comfortable and doing Nobody shots knows, for those of you who don't know. Nobody yeah. knows where we're sitting right now. Yeah. Well, we are on the couch. I'm, yeah, you are. I'm going to post pictures of this on the... Actually, I need Ray to take a picture for us since he's on that end. Or you... You want to take the selfie, babe, of all of us? Yeah, I'm good at selfies. All right. So anyway, Jean comes over to the house, and she's like, Mm -hmm. well, you're obviously way ahead of me, so I've got to catch up. At this point, I have like half to two-thirds of this bottle of rum It was not (laughs) two-thirds. Okay, I'm counting what I drank and what you drank. I'm not saying you drank all of that. Okay. Because I still had a couple drinks. I still don't think it was two-thirds, but... It's pretty close. (laughs) Anyway... She catches up and passes me. If this was a NASCAR race, she would have lapped me three times. <laughs> and we're in my bedroom, making out, and she's like, Uh-oh. Mm, I'm going to throw up. <laughs> I need to go to the bathroom. Yeah. I was like, all right, it's right there. We're in the bathroom. Mm. Master bath straight off my bedroom. She goes in there for a few minutes. She comes out. Are you good? She's like, yeah. Nothing happened. I'm good. Gets back in bed. Start watching TV again. Start making all of it. She goes, oop. This time it's going to happen. <laughs> she goes back into the bathroom. Succeeds this time. Oh, another like two or three times. This light's getting away. Illuminati. Oh. Lean forward, Ray. Lean forward, Ray. Uh. Get that selfie. I think you cut off Ray's head. That's okay. Try it with mine. Take one with my phone, too. <laughs> no, you can see his face. What the hell is that? Just... Right, here. Perfect. <laughs> Take one with mine. Just tilt it up a little bit. I think he actually like, cut his head off. I think that's his shirt. His head seeing. is in there. <laughs> Are you sure? Yes. You have a tiny head, Ray. Just I know. It's an extremely small head. <laughs> that's one thing people have always noted about me is how small my head is. <laughs> Oh, that's the selfie. That's the post right there. That's a good one, right? Mm-hmm. That's a good one. That's a bingo. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, Jean goes back into the bathroom. 
She does succeed to throw up, and she comes out. But like a champ, we still had sex. Power she, through. I was like, you all right? Mm. You just go to sleep? She's like, I'm good. Please, I'm not new to this. Mm. I'm like, really? <laughs> She's like, I used your toothbrush. I know, minty fresh. I used your mouthwash oh, you, that was the first time you used my toothbrush no you? that's if that was the first time that was the only time don't fucking tell people <laughs> i've used your more than once you have a couple times saying that I'm yep no <laughs> yeah you have rogue did but not me <laughs> okay rogue your alter ego did but you have used, used my toothbrush multiple times you were like i'm using your toothbrush <laughs> that time you were just like i used your toothbrush i was like no. wait you did and you're like that's yeah, not of what course you I did. That's not what you told me. You're like, I'm minty fresh now. We're good. I didn't say that. <laughs> you did. I don't remember any of this. I don't remember anything <laughs> until I woke up and his fucking head was between my legs. <laughs> Tight. The next morning or that night? That night. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I came out of my blackout. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to come out of blackout. Yeah. <laughs> no. That wasn't No, actually, either. funny enough, that... That transitions well. I think I told this story immediately after that same story on the our pod. Yes, on the pod. High Comedy Pod. On the this is part of the High Comedy <coughs> Network of podcasts. Mm-hmm. Now, so. I um, yeah, I hooked up with a girl. And, yeah, we dated for a little while. She turned out to be Looney Tunes. She was a stalker. Which is like way stage less, five flinger? Yeah, it was, having a stalker was way less cool than I thought it would be. I've like, had three. Three? Damn, son. Oh, yeah, you told me about one of them, yeah. But, um. The one that left the pictures in my car? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, but, uh. (laughs) Yeah, this girl would just, like, hang out at my coffee shop by my house just so she could see me on my way to work because I would stop in every day and grab a cup of coffee from the place on my way to work. And she'd just be sitting there waiting. She'd be like, hey! And I'd just be like, I'm going to work right now. She's like, oh, okay, well, call me after you get off of work. No. (laughs) <laughs> but um but yeah no the first time we hooked up we were very drunk and she actually threw up on my floor in my bedroom while we were having sex it was weird because you know we we're super drunk i didn't really know what was going on but we were uh you know doing doggy style and we like kind of like gravitated towards the floor and i'm like what the hell's going on and i realized she's throwing up on the floor as we're shit. doing it, I'm like, yeah, I stop. I'm like, what the hell? Are you okay? She's like, no, don't stop, don't stop, don't stop. I'm like, are you sure? <laughs> like, like, should we like maybe clean this up, take care of this situation first? She's just like, no, 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 no. Let's just keep going. Don't take your dick out of me. All right, fine. <laughs> yeah, it was the first time we had sex. Is it her place or yours? It was mine. Oh. Yeah, yeah it was mine. You're like, bitch, I gotta clean that up in the morning. Yeah, no, well, I didn't give I'm a shit. Hung over as fuck. I didn't give a shit at the time. But, yeah, I mean, I definitely in the morning I was like, ugh. So you gotta get a better caliber of woman, because that's what I will say. Gene puked in my bathroom at my house, but, mm-hmm. like, I didn't have to clean anything up. It yeah. was spotless when I went in. Yeah, I mean, this wasn't, like... She's fucking yeah. badass. Like, it, as far as drunk women puking in your house goes, five stars would recommend. Yeah, no, I mean... <laughs> Lucky yeah. me. Okay, so you stepped out of the room, babe, but he had a woman. I heard the story. Uh, Puking on his floor. I've heard it before. You yeah. heard that before? I think you've told us this story. Yeah, before. yeah, yeah. It was, yeah it was, she threw up while we were having sex. Yeah. And then, but we continued. I think yeah. I was on that other. Yeah, yeah, it was. Podcast. Well, no, it was you. You were. You told that story about you guys, and then that reminded no, me yeah, of this same story. Yeah, 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 but since we're in a different 
since we're in a different podcast and we're <laughs> yeah. and we're repeating stories, I thought I would share that one. So I had a buddy who was uh, we were hanging out with some friends one night, and this chick was really drunk, and I, I don't even remember her real name, but everybody called her Odie. I think her name was Audrey. Everybody just <laughs> called her Odie, but like she was really fucked up, and she was making out with my buddy Juan, and then she was like, "Oh." Juan was no Juan was like oh hold on oh shit and like he crawled over we were all out in the driveway and he crawls over to the edge of the driveway and pukes and then he comes back and he's like I'm sorry I just threw up I'm sorry it's yeah I fucked up our whole makeout thing she was like she handed him one bottle of water was like rinse your fucking mouth and he did and she's like alright we're good and she went right back mm-hmm. to making out with him nice. I was just like and I was pretty sober because I, I, back then I didn't drink much um, like I'd smoked a little weed, but like I was I wasn't a big drinker at the time. Were really you like fifteen? No, I was like nineteen. Like I was a drinker. I was always a drinker more than I was a pot smoker. Like I remember being in high school and everybody was like smoking weed, and I'm like, fuck that. They had weed in Texas back then. Mexico, <laughs> <laughs> border Mexico, motherfucker. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I mean, it was Mexican dirt. Yeah, it was, ba- like, it was basically alfalfa. You break up in a tea bag and roll it, pull, roll it into a joint and do the same thing, pretty much. But, no, we did. We did have some like Mexican dirt weed, but like nobody, like everybody, be smoking weed. I'm like, oh fuck that. Just, Bring that bottle of Jack over there. Mm-hmm. New Year, uh, yeah, New Year's Eve. One, my senior year in high school, we're all over at my friend Carrie's house party, and her stepdad Larry was the coolest dude. Rest in peace, Larry. He just passed away from COVID this year. Um, Bummer. That one hit me hard, like harder than I expected it to, because like I had I talked to Larry a little bit on Facebook here and there, but like. When I was a senior in high school, we all hung out at my friend Carrie's house, her her mom, Debbie, and her stepdad, Larry. And Larry was just, like, the coolest dude. I remember him being so shit-faced drunk one night. His neighbor was such a fucking dick. He climbed up on the fence and was pissing in the neighbor's backyard out of spite <laughs> and passed a fucking kidney stone and didn't even know it. Like, he, he like, pissed over his fence. He's like, ah, fuck that guy. I pissed on his patio. <laughs> and he comes in and he passes out drunk. The next morning he wakes up and he has all this like blood in his fucking underwear. He goes to the doctor and they're like, "Well, yeah, you passed a kidney stone. You remember those kidney stones we talked about a few weeks ago?" And he's like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about that." They're like, "Well, you passed it. What were you doing?" He was like, "Let's not talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing." <laughs> he's like, "I remember like the stream was really hard to get going as I was standing up on that fence, but I thought it was just about balance." <laughs> he passed a goddamn kidney uh, stone pissing on his neighbor's that's back insane. patio over his six, heard, I've six never had one. I've, I've heard that's like the most painful fucking thing like a guy can go through practically. Well, like there's, you know, the bottom thing and then the middle rail mm-hmm. on a six foot wooden fence. Like he was standing on that middle rail. Larry outweighed you by 50 to 80 pounds. Damn. Like Larry was a big fucking man and it was all gut. Mm. So, like, he had to get up high enough <laughs> and to, like, get, get his, his gut, gut out of the way. And his dick <laughs> over the fence and piss in his neighbor's fucking patio and passed a kidney stone mm. doing that drunk as shit. Uh, That's how fucked up he was. Yeah, I remember in New Year's, maybe four. <sighs> Could I finish my story? Oh, sorry. It was still going. I thought the kidney stone <laughs> was. another good. story about no, somebody so else. No, the story is so it was New Year's Eve over at their house and everybody's buying, like, all these, like, 
Zemo was the thing, but mm-hmm. there were all these knockoffs. Like one, the big one was UFO, which all had all the little like uh, boba balls in it, you know. But it was like Zima with little like balls of gelatin in it. It was the most disgusting. Oh, like bubble fucking, tea. Yeah, it was like that. Ugh. Only alcohol. It was so fucking gross. Yeah. You used anyway. to put Skittles in Zima. <clears throat> yeah, I've done that before too. <laughs> Sweet tarts were better. I drank right a now. Zima when I was in Japan this last go around. I didn't even know it still existed. It's so come like, back over here. It too. made a comeback. Did it? But now I think it's gone again. Well, I had I no idea. I didn't know it was in Japan though. Yeah. Well, then I looked it up while I was there. Like it was just at this like hostel I stayed in I was like I drank it just cause I was like fucking Zima <laughs> I guess I mean I have to yeah exactly I didn't really want it but I felt obligated all these words make me think of different drunk stories <laughs> that's why we're doing this podcast <laughs> anyway so we're over there and like I had my brother buy me a, a fifth of Jack and I'm like alright we're all gonna drink Jack Daniels we're gonna drink Jack and Cokes we're gonna have a good night but everybody else had brought all this like Zima UFO weird bullshit and beer and I was not a beer drinker at, at that time so I'm like so is anybody drinking this jack with me they're like nope we're drinking the fruity shit I'm like well you can go I'll, I'll go fuck yourself I drank an entire fifth of jack at 17 years old Ooh. I weighed 120 pounds soaking fucking yeah, wet and I'd, I had a couple of the UFOs the first one was just because I had to try it, and the second one was because I was halfway through that bottle of Jack. You need a chaser? Yep. I was like, I'm going to try one of these goofy fucking alien jizz-filled goddamn drinks. So I chugged one of those, and... Yeah, yeah so Bailey's it, is nice just by itself. Mm-hmm. Bailey's is good. I like Bailey's. Mm-hmm. I like Bailey's and coffee. Before yeah, but work. it's good by itself, too. It is. Anyway, so I, I drank this entire fifth of Jack, a couple beers, and a couple of these UFOs. I'm 17. I'm 120 pounds. I'm so fucked up. I'm just like, I'm done. I haven't puked. I'm going to bed now. So I go get ready to go to bed, and we're at my friend Carrie's house, and Larry had this big rule, like, nobody could sleep in Carrie's room, but Larry knew Carrie and I were just friends. He was like, you sleep in Carrie's room and make sure nobody else comes in there. Okay. So I go in there and lay down, and I hear shit out in the living room. So I get up and go out. My buddy Michael is trying to get dressed to go to work. And I'm like, you don't fucking work today. It's New Year's. You're not working. Go back to bed. He's like two years younger than me, shit-faced drunk also, and trying to get ready to go to work. And trying to find his car keys, which Larry takes away at the beginning of the night before anybody drinks. I'm like, dude, you're you're not getting your keys because you don't work today. And he's like, no, I gotta fucking go to work. I'm gonna get fired. So I finally wrestle this cocksucker down and get him to sleep. Go back as I'm walking back to Carrie's room. I glance in the spare bedroom where her this the other friend of ours, Ashley, is sleeping, and my buddy Brandon is trying to crawl in bed with Ashley. That was also the big rule was like make sure nobody crawls in bed with Ashley. He was like I said, other friend. And uh, I'm like, Brandon, you gotta get here. And Ashley's like, go away, Fester, because that was his nickname. And he's like, no, I'm gonna fuck her. I'm like, no, dude, you're not. You're not gonna fuck her. So basically, I am the drunkest I've been in my life at this point, trying to babysit all these other <laughs> drunks after a fifth of Jack at 17 years old. Like, that was my first experience in dealing with drunk people. And I don't know how the fuck I maintained. 
Funny part is I did. I maintained. I kept the order. I got Fester the fuck out of there. I kept Michael chilled. I made sure nobody got into Carrie's bedroom but me. Carrie and I didn't do anything ever. I wanted wanted to so bad. I'm 17 years old. I'm drunk as shit. And there's a girl naked and I'm sleeping in a room. I'm just like... Why is she naked? I'm... I don't know if she was naked. She might have been in her <laughs> blonde panties. I don't tell know. Her I can see tell shoulders. Her. So as far as I'm concerned, she's naked. Tell her of Except tall tales. No, but like I'm just like there's. This, How big was that fish, Jason? There's this beautiful woman, right? Beautiful girl at the time, and I had a big crush on her. But like we were friends, I wouldn't go there. I'm like no shit face, and I can't do anything about it. So I didn't. I just babysat fucking drunks, and every couple hours I have to wake up and deal with another goddamn drunk, the drunkest I had ever been. Maintain the next day. I go home. My mom's like, "Do you have a good time?" Like, "Yeah, but I'm really tired." She's like, "Did you stay up all night?" "Yep, I did." And I puked, and I puked, and mm-hmm. I puked in a trash can in my bedroom. But I didn't let my mom hear it because I'm like, "Oh, she's gonna she's gonna smell it when she walks in here." So I can't let her know I'm puking. I was puking up that yellow stomach bile. That, no, I'm sure you had oh, alcohol poisoning. Yep, there guaranteed. was some serious alcohol. Yeah, guaranteed. I was so terrified to let her know, like. I don't know how you didn't let her know because you puke loud. Mm, I do. Scream puker. But her house was on the her her room was on the opposite end of the house, so I just stayed in my room. The house that I've been to. No, no, this was in West Texas, Mm. not by Lubbock. So, way way back, nineteen ninety nine. Actually, yeah, that was New Year's Eve ninety eight slash New Year's Day ninety nine. No. A long goddamn time ago. Yeah, maybe five. Yes, five years ago sounds right. Um, and at this point, I already had made my big plans to move to Cambodia, so I was side gigging on top of doing my usual chef work. So I was bar backing at one of the other uh, bars that was in the same bar group that I worked for, and. That night, it actually was quite magical because it started snowing that night. It was a very nice Did you New say Year's. magical? It was, yes. I'm just making sure I heard yep. you. Yep, yep. Um, he and Lent had a nice little bit yep, of breakfast. Yes, we did. Um, but, we, you know, midnight comes and goes. Um, there was a girl that was a server. It was, I don't know, it was, it was borderline unprofessional that I was trying to get with this girl. Cause borderline? Yeah, well, because she... Are there rules? Well, it's just that because she worked for the same bar group I did, and I was management. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's like technically wasn't rules, but I just fancy you myself. Yeah, that's fair. Management. Fa- yeah, yeah exactly. But dude. but she but she didn't ever work for the place that I actually managed. So it was like kind of I felt like kind of gray area because while you I was management, while I was management in the bar group, I wasn't actually her manager directly at that location. So it I respect that. That's that's <laughs> right. Do you? I mean, as a woman, do you respect that? Yeah, just like I respect you not trying to bang your friend who was may or out. may not have been naked. <laughs> well, but, and and but like him, the the story he told about the chick that was passed out mm-hmm. and they like wanted to and he didn't. Remember the story? He's, yeah, he's at the told, strip club. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I've told you that guy. That's yeah. Too. That yeah, one's weird. That's a weird fucking story. Yeah. <laughs> it is. <laughs> I'm, I'm having a different uh, opinion of you, man. Like, the uh, more I learn about you, the more I actually respect you as a human being. We need mm-hmm. to talk about these things because there are actually decent guys out there. Yeah. <laughs> and Ray is one of those. Yeah. But, um, but anyway, so, so, so anyways, there was, so there was like the 
But anyways, so that New Year's goes, you know, we close the bar. We're hanging out, having drinks. It, by this point, you know, the bar is closed at 2.30. By this point, it's like 4.30 in the morning or something. Um, that girl is going to leave. I actually finally get her to make out with me outside of the bar. <laughs> she then leaves. But as she's leaving, I'm like, I'm like, because she lived like just around the corner. I was going to walk her home, but she was like, no, 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 because if you do that, you're going to try to come inside. And I was like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> you're right. I don't pull out. <laughs> <laughs> but... um. But as I'm waving her goodbye, I see there's this other girl's walking up the street towards our bar, and I'm like, what the hell? And I start talking to her, and she's like a bartender down the road. And um, she was just like walking home because it was such a beautiful night. I mean, like, it was seriously like picturesque. You know, it was like lightly snowing, but like beautifully, like light, fluffy, like not like wet, nasty snow. Yeah, like just. Lakes, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was crazy. It was, it was, it was ridiculous. But um, we're like, oh shit! Well, we're still here drinking. You want to come in? She's like, hell yeah! So she comes in. We keep drinking. My friend Kelly is the bartender. He'd always wanted to saber a bottle of champagne. <laughs> so he tries to do. It. He cuts his hand fucking open. <laughs> breaks off the top of the bottle. Like doesn't, but doesn't break break it. And by this point now it's like five in the morning. Like we gotta get the fuck out of here. Like cleaning crew is gonna be here soon. Like sun's gonna start. No, well, now it's winter. <laughs> Shit's gonna go down. Yeah, it's winter in Portland. Sun wasn't coming up anytime soon. <laughs> I forget what that shit's like now. What's winter? <laughs> uh. <laughs> I don't remember when. I remember winter just over a year ago when we were in Alaska. But other than yeah. that. Yeah. But, um, but so, so I'm with this chick. We go like walk up the street, but I still have this bottle of champagne. And I take a drink of half, it. Half saber? Half saber. So the top of it's busted and it fucking cuts my fucking mouth open. <laughs> but then I, I mean, I have to say. I have to say, dude, it was fucking hot, dude. So we start making out, and she's like literally like licking your blood out of my mouth. Yeah, yeah, dude, it was sweet. (laughs) (laughs) But then, but then, so it gets even more ridiculous. So we like play some grab ass. We make out. I finally, it's like six thirty, seven in the morning at this point. I'm like, I need to go to bed. Like I have to work probably in like three hours. And um, I call a cab, and the cab shows up, and I. I mean, I already knew I was moving to Cambodia, so it was never nothing was going to happen. But I remember it so well. It's like the fucking. She was like, you know, should we like exchange phone numbers or something so we can get together again? I was like, no, I never want to see you again. I just want this to be the perfect <laughs> magical memory in my mind. And sure as shit, I never saw her again. I was kind of bummed because she worked like where she. I remember where she said she worked. I Why like, are you bummed? You sp- like literally told her I never want to see you. I again. know, but I regretted that decision. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I remember I was I was like talking to this. But in the, I mean, as a self-contained story, it's fantastic. But you know, as a man with desires and such, <laughs> and the fact that she obviously she. I mean. If she licked blood out of my mouth on our first fucking time meeting... Oh, like, that tongue would be going on your taint. Who <laughs> knows what kind of weird shit we could have gotten into. <laughs> she licked your taint and sucked your asshole yeah. till your soul was gone. Yeah. 
I'd rather drink blood than lick somebody's asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I remember going, or like, it was like talking to this girl, and we were at a party one night, and this dude says, Oh man, I cut my lip. And I like, remember his lip bleeding, and she's like, Do you mind? I was like, Do I mind what? She was like, Oh, you're cool. And she goes around and she's like, Sucking the blood out of this dude's face. I'm like, I didn't know this dude that well, but I knew him well enough to know this was not the type of guy like I wanted to be like making out with a chick after she like sucked his bloody face. I was just like, and we're done here. I just remember being like really creeped out, like what the fuck just happened? That's dope. It's a thing though. Oh, that's a big time thing. I mean, I didn't. I mean, I I just I I don't know. That was never a thing for me. I've never had a thing with blood, but something about it, I remember very vividly, really, really got me going. <laughs> got me going now. <laughs> Girl, you really got me. Yeah. You and Eddie. This is why I invited Ray, because Ray's got great drunk stories. I got another one. Real quick. It's in a Vegas story, is it? No, I don't okay. think I'm ready to tell that to the world. <laughs> One of these days we're going to We're going to do an entire Vegas podcast after I've actually been to Vegas. Has my only Vegas story is I remember I was a kid and my parents took me to Vegas and when we they checked into a hotel and when they opened the door the floor crawled away. Like the it looked like the entire carpet crawled under the bed because of the cockroaches. Mm-hmm. And they, went, they opened the bathroom door. Seriously, and like Lando, at this point? After yeah, a, 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 fucking dog. This far along, you're barking at me now? But the, the, they said that they like my dad, after the cockroaches, crawled away in the living room, went in the bathroom, and opened the door. And like he thought it was a rug in front of the toilet until it crawled Stop. away. Yeah, that was... <laughs> that's my... And I don't remember this at all because I was literally like three or four years old. But that was... And they went and complained. We went to another hotel, and that, yeah, that's the only memory I have of Vegas, and which is just a memory. That's one of those things that's been repeated to me as a kid. Mm-hmm. But let, let Jean tell her story. Jean's got Vegas stories, but let's hear this one. Yeah, but I'm not gonna tell it now. Other than that, I'm <laughs> really grateful that I'm still alive and <laughs> not raped after being. There. Oh Jesus! Me too, babe. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> Not that it, Me too. Not that anything <laughs> funky happened where I was getting raped and like got myself out of that situation, but you know there could have been some weird fucking shit. Anyway, could have been worse than it was. Much, much, much worse. <sighs> yeah, that fucking shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, have I told you that story, Ray? I'll tell you. No, I, no. <laughs> yeah, that, we'll we'll save that one for a later date. That might be told off air and then yeah, yeah, off air at a later date. Yeah, one day yeah. I'll tell it. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, so when I lived in Italy and I was married at the time to somebody not Jason, and, I forget uh, that you were married too. Yeah. It, it's weird because she never had kids, right? right? Well, and also it just doesn't seem like it comes up very often either. That's good. <laughs> but nonetheless, sorry. It doesn't. And every time you every time you say I was married to another guy, I'm always like, Oh, that's right. Like I knew that, but it's not prevalent in my Yeah. So if it came up often it would be weird. Right? Uh, that's true. Yeah. So we went to uh Oktoberfest. 
and we go to Oktoberfest, and it's like a Thursday, and it's beautiful weather, which isn't what usually happens in Oktoberfest, or in Munich, Germany, rather. And, like, <clears throat> and Oktoberfest is, like, this big, like, carnival. There's all these, like, huge beer tents, but there's, like, a carnival. There's, like, rides and games and food and, like, you know, it's, like, the best fair in the world because they've got these huge, like, beer tents. So we get to, we go to this beer tent and, you know, there's, like, this is another one of those, like, those times when you're, like, I'm a fucking professional. And the universe is like, bitch, sit the fuck down. <laughs> <laughs> we were like 11 o'clock in the morning and they're liters of beer. Now, this is not the first time I've had a liter of beer. And it's not the first time I've had two liters of beer. Nor the last time. I mean, it might have been the last time. <laughs> <laughs> but probably not the last time ever. <laughs> I mean, I'd stop, you know, like. The, like 12 ounces like, I haven't counted how many liters of beer it is when I drink all those <laughs> but you may again someday I mean it's extremely likely <laughs> yeah. but anyway that's my point so we go to we get to this this tent and it's like it's like the first or you know like it's really early in Oktoberfest there's like not a ton of people and it's beautiful weather and like we're so excited about like going out and like doing stuff and you know like we but we get to this tent and like there's you know there's no line to get in and we're sitting there and we're like drinking our liters of beer and and uh eat some food we met some dudes from canada which it's really easy to meet people from canada like i've met them in all over europe i've met them in africa like we met a dude from canada here when was that at the shitty bar in kailua porkies remember the guy that came up shooting pool with us oh yeah he was from Canada. He was like, yeah, I'm here on vacation with my family. And I had to get the fuck out of the house. <laughs> they had an Airbnb. And he was like, That was the night we went bar. to the comedy show in Kailua. Yeah. yeah, and we ended up at that god-awful little bar slash strip club. Yeah. And he was it's like, a, I just want somebody to shoot pool. Yeah, it's a, it's a yeah. Ma- mama-san fucking yeah. services you yeah, for, yeah. for so a anyway, discount. So, yes, we meet this dude from New Jersey... Porky is my brother's nickname, too, by the way. <laughs> For a long time. So anyway, so... Meet this dude from New Jersey, this dude from Canada, probably some other dudes and stuff. Having a good time. And then I wake up in our hotel. And the hotel that we're staying at is... It's a hostel, but, like... There are plenty of hostels that are like, you know, you have the like the dorm rooms, but then some hostels you actually have like private yeah, rooms yeah, yeah, and yeah. private bathrooms and stuff. So we were staying in this like private room with um two single beds. That was just the way the room was with private bathroom, two single beds. And I wake up like I sit like straight up in the bed. Uh and I'm in the same bed as my my ex-husband. So we're in this like twin size bed. <laughs> and I'm like did I like have this amazing experience and I can't remember any of it? And like I sit up and I'm like looking around and I'm like, my, my ex-husband wakes up and I'm like, I can't recollect anything that happened. <laughs> He's like, you don't remember anything? I'm like, no. He's like, well, you puked in the cab. <laughs> <laughs> He, and he has told the story since, but uh, ironically, 
I was drunk when he told the story, so I still don't know exactly <laughs> exactly it's, the things that uh, happened. It hasn't been super fleshed out, the details yeah, of that's, what, so this what happened. happened. In, this happened in like 2010. He's since told the story in like 2015, but I still don't really exactly know what happened. And, uh, I'd say we should have him on the podcast, but I don't think that's the best idea. Yeah, I know, I know. I know, yeah. I think with Haley, we could have her on the podcast to clarify, which I plan to do. Like, yeah. Definitely. Like, we either got to get her to call in or come here or something. We got to finish the panty stuffer story. But same thing can happen. With oh, oh, we never did get closure on the panty stuffer. No. We were supposed to get closure on the panty sniffing story. That's like a year I'll, ago. Okay, I'll text her <laughs> tomorrow. Like, you you got to help us out. Mm-hmm. So finish your story. Anyway, so he's like, yeah, you puked in the cab. He's like, you passed out. I had to carry you really far to get to a taxi. There was some German dude helping me carry you <laughs> to get to a taxi. <laughs> and when we finally got to the taxi, the cops were like, oh, is she okay? He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. She's like, if I wasn't drunk, you know, we, we probably should have gone to a hospital. But, like, probably, like, he's like, I was drunk. So, oh, yeah, yeah, she's fine. She's fine. And we get in the taxi, and the taxi driver's like, she gonna puke in my cab? He's like, no, no, no. He's like, and then you puked in the cab. And and the place we were staying, like you had to go up the stairs to our room. He's like, so you puke in the cab, and I'm like, just wait here. And he's like, I get you up to the room somehow. Like somebody helped him carry me up there. And uh, he's like, I go back down to the taxi driver. We go to a ATM. It's like 200 euro or something, which at the time was like $300 to clean it. But we were just like, because, you know, like they do some fucked up shit. Like if somebody says you owe me this much money for or, you know, some shit's going to happen. Like you're going to pay them that money. Yeah. So he goes mm-hmm. to the ATM. He gets the money. He gives it to him. He says he comes back up and I'm like naked on the floor in the bathroom. And uh, the bathroom is, you know, bathrooms in Europe are really tiny. Mm-hmm. Like water closet. Sort of, yeah. Um, like a cruise ship bathroom, maybe. <laughs> a little is between between the cruise ship bathroom and our bathroom. That's the size of a you know, and half of that is the shower. Okay. Yeah. So there really wasn't much space in there. Um. So he gets me and he he dresses me and I'm like when I woke up I'm I'm wearing a turtleneck. I don't know how he got me dressed. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? So we go to bed and he says, he says, uh, he's like, I wake up and you're like spitting in your bed. You're not puking. You're just spitting in your bed. They got mouth sweats. I guess so. Yeah. (laughs) I was spitting. I was sweating, motherfucker. So he gets, you know, he gets me in the bed and you know that. So that was that. And, we did go back, and it was not as nice of a time. Like, got something to eat and maybe some souvenirs and stuff. But <laughs> yeah, I just remember just being like, I just remember like waking up and thinking, did I have like this amazing time and I can't remember it? No, no, no. You were just a train wreck. And it was like three in the afternoon, <laughs> and he's you know dragging me back mm-hmm. to. <laughs> just got you by one heel, just dragging you through the mud. Oh my god! <laughs> That's what Ray usually does with his hook before he puts him in the trunk of his car. Yep. Uh, I just remember coming into that fucking 
our stateroom on the cruise ship and there she is <laughs> like i left her on top of the covers you know on top of the bed mm. fully clothed and i come back and she's naked under the covers <laughs> and thinking oh this is this is it yeah that this was your special moment this was your magical moment it was my birthday treat and mm. i was like it is on and i'm so excited <laughs> i crawled in bed behind her i'm just like i was all naked too <laughs> <laughs> snuggled right up to her from behind rubbing my junk all on her butt and she was I threw up in the sink so <laughs> <laughs> I cleaned it up <laughs> oh so this isn't happening <laughs> that's gonna be a stand up story eventually like that's mm. when I've got that was like a good story three years ago yeah three years ago three years ago this month yeah like it went long <laughs> three <laughs> years ago next week <laughs> next Friday will be three years ago exactly and now I'm a mom mm-hmm yep and you're a double daddy you're a doctor you're a mom you're Doctors a homeowner fun. in Hawaii this is the second house I own I own two homes Jesus yeah. Christ two homes but the third house you I don't know that owned, owned this is the third off. house I've owned yeah Jesus I own a car I own my car too I <laughs> <laughs> own this glass of whiskey mm-hmm. I own the sandwich his, I'm I own his car later. too yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and his motorcycle and the motorcycle Jesus Christ uh, yeah, so we were. She we owns were, you. you we, we weren't married you, you, when we moved here to Hawaii, so like, she she was getting everything moved over. She, so we signed the motorcycle into her name, so it would just get moved with all. No, with shit. all the other. Yeah. Otherwise, like, you wouldn't have been allowed to put it in the shipping container. Well, I mean, yeah, it was. It all had to be in her name. So gotcha. We had to drain the like gas out of the motorcycle and right. put it in the shipping container to have it sent over here and. Damn, and the fucking my my twelve year old never lets me forget that every time I say something about my motorcycle, he's like. Oh, you mean jeans motor? <laughs> <laughs> you can go fuck yourself, dude. I'm going to punch you in the face. I'm going to kick you and then punch you in the face. Oh, good. Oh, I'm glad to know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that motorcycle. Yeah, you just, you just added some We're more. married now, so it's our motorcycle. Yeah, you just, you just added some ammo. That's oh, fun. Dude, Appreciate it. Dude, he's been going on about Every time I'm like, you mean jeans motorcycle? I'm like, I'm going to take my... I gotta get my motorcycle running and take it for a ride. He's like, "Oh, you mean you gotta do get jeans motorcycle running?" <laughs> <laughs> it's like last week. <laughs> Fuck you, dude. <sighs> it's my kid. Yeah. I love him. Who could who could imagine he'd end up like such a smart ass? I know. Who'd ever dreamed with a dad like me that he would be such a dick? <laughs> it's so funny, dude. Hear his mom be like, "Oh, he's so much likely me." I'm like, "No." He has more than three brain cells that fire. He's 100% my kid. <laughs> All the things you think are like you are way above your pay grade, bitch. <laughs> That's my kid. But he's gone on spring break, so here we are. Mm-hmm. St. Patty's Day. Drinking fucking and it's been a jolly good time. Yes, it has been a joyous occasion. You can go fuck yourself, Ray. Yeah, I'm going to go fuck myself to bed. An Irish accent <laughs> is about the only one I can do. I can somewhat do a Jamaican accent. And it doesn't matter if I'm trying to do an, a Chinese accent You've or an Italian accent. You've clearly never been to Ireland. I can only, I, every fucking accent I do sounds like a Jamaican accent, mm-hmm. except for Irish. Irish sounds like a leprechaun. I haven't, like yeah, this is a leprechaun. I've never met an Irishman that talks like that. 
In fact, most of the, like, you know, strong Irish-speaking people, Irish people, don't, you can't you understand can what they're saying. You yourself. Yeah, same with the uh, Scottish. Oh, yeah, Scottish motherfuckers are so them. hard to understand. Yeah, it's fucking nuts. It's like, what are you speaking? Uh, yeah, I've seen, yeah, I mean, I've never been to Scotland, but I've watched videos of very Scottish people, like, yeah. especially when they're like yelling at each other, and it's like, they're, like, they're speaking English. They're not fucking speaking English. <laughs> My mom did a deal. She did a 27 day tour of Europe. They went to England, Scotland, mm. and Ireland. And like I remember her talking about Scotland and Ireland, like they were just the most amazing places in the world. And they went into this is in '97, and they went into Northern Ireland for one day. And she was like, "Like we made a little lap up through, and they were like, all right, this Northern Ireland, we're getting the fuck out of here before we get bombed." (laughs) So doing Irish car bombs was, you know. Mm. Little sentimental to the story she brought back because, like, literally, there were school buses getting mm. bombed at that time. It yeah, was no, that fucking was crazy. Yeah, that was well, that was yeah, it was the mid 90s. That was what finally forced them to get the fucking because the peace deal was in what, like, 99, I think, when they had the armistice. Yeah, yeah and that was 97 when she yeah. went. Well, and that's, I think, what finally got it going was like, shit got so out of hand. They're like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like we got to fucking really. Like, they were like, actually intentionally bombing school yeah. buses full of children. Yeah, like, they had just crazy. roll a car right up next to a fucking bus full yeah, of children. There's, there's and that blow super it up. famous picture of that little girl in the. Little, little, she's like wearing like a red coat. This is a really dark way to end this podcast. <laughs> let's, let's not do that. Let's not, <laughs> let's not sully this. Right, do you want me to play a song to end the podcast? Sounds lovely. I've got a tune. It's an Irish drinking song. Mm-hmm. I think we're all going to love. Um, Ray, thanks for joining us, buddy. Um, Fuck yeah, joining you. This is the high comedy pod, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the adulting under the influence. Oh, that's right. Sorry. The other podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, uh, Thank you, Jane, for having me as a guest in your home yeah, and on your show. podcast. <laughs> Are you drunk, Jean? Can I borrow your motorcycle? <laughs> <laughs> no, fuck you. That's mine. I stabbed this kid. Fucking dude. Cocksucker. Jesus Christ. My motorcycle, goddammit. Give a fuck what you or the 12 year old says. My motorcycle. Until I get my next motorcycle, and then that will be mine. Mm hmm. Yeah, let's play play it, play who, your who, Irish drinking song. Wait a minute, for us. who here's drunk? I'm not. What's what? the definition of drunk? I've never been drunk before. Are you intoxicated in any way? Are you? Yeah, I really need to pee. Can I drive home? <laughs> if I wasn't already home, you have to Can make you drive I, all the way to the bedroom. I have, I have to make a really long journey back to my apartment. If all I the ha- way across the if street. If I had to drive, I probably could. I wouldn't want to. Well, I mean, you but if you got pulled over, would you pass? That's no. Okay. Would you Ray? <laughs> Depends on the cop. Like 120 <laughs> pounds. Like, all right. So hold on. So if Ray's gonna be like, it depends on the cop. Then yes, I would pass. <laughs> <laughs> if it's a male cop, she would be like, yeah. he'd be like, all right, you're good. You can go. You can go, sweet cheeks. Stop They'd say it. the same thing to Ray, though. Mm-hmm. You can go, sweet cheeks. Mm-hmm. After he swallowed, though. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's how he got through that DUI checkpoint that night. He said he waited till it was over. Mm-hmm. But really, he just oh oh look. And she was so. I don't happy. know what it sounds like so much. I know. And it's she weird. was so happy. I'm telling mm. you, she was like, it's uncanny. She had a seven-inch <laughs> foot. He believed it until he saw her shake it when she peed. So 
Ray, thanks for joining us, buddy. Yeah, fucking hey, thank you. You're pissing me off, man. Irish drinking song. You like this? Bang on the door, but you won't let me in. Cause you're sick and tired of me breaking up gin. Locked all the doors from the front to the back. Left me a note telling me I should pack. Out of yourself. That's a great song. Yep. Great, great to stretch. <laughs> you can't even talk into a microphone to give me your bullshit. Great is a stretch. <laughs> it's a good Irish drinking song, though, right? <laughs> oh, hold up. This is yeah. going on. We're better not, stop we're that. Not, <laughs> <laughs> we're not playing. No, we're going to get defunded, demonetized. You're going to get de- Still going. We're recording, but it's not playing. Oh. Good night. <laughs> Good night, everybody. It's the high comedy. Oh, no. It's the I'm going to kill you. It's the adult <laughs> under the influence podcast. Fucking kill you. Let's, let's do another Irish <sighs> car bomb. Come on, guys. I mean, I'm fine with that. I don't think we have enough liquor to do that. Yeah, we do. We have plenty. Yeah, we have another Guinness in the fridge. We don't have enough whiskey for three shots. Yeah. That's way more than three yeah, shots of whiskey. How much of you only need fucking half, drinking? You only need half a shot. You only need two anyways. I'm going to kick you in the balls. I'm done. Jesus, you people are so violent. I'm all what do you mean by you people? It's <laughs> 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 okay when it's your own people, right? Isn't that how my joke goes? Yeah. I'm a retard. Fuck you, you cunt. Yeah. <laughs> We're all cunts. <laughs> Good night. Happy St. Patty's Day. I'm Jean. I'm Jason. Ray. <laughs> Ray tried to whisper in his microphone, but he missed. It's like a sex life. Hey. <laughs> <laughs>